even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. the Smarky Geeks. I'm Frankie, and I once had a chicken sandwich in North Carolina. Is that going to be a new thing every week? Yes. De Jesus? That is really, really If you ever go to North Carolina, Bojangles, man. Beautiful. What's Bojangles? Bojangles. Bojangles. It's like a, it's like a KFC or th- that type of joint, but it's over there. Don't go to Chick-fil-A for other reasons. Why well, I, I you know I've never tried Chick-fil-A. They're delicious. But they're also racist and yeah. very uh, against homosexuals and yeah. stuff like that. So fuck them. Fuck I, them. I don't think I've ever, I, I I can't remember the last time I drove by if I ever even drove by Chick-fil-A. I think maybe once I was in Connecticut somewhere. Yeah, and they they got them in the city too. Chick-fil-A, yeah. I don't remember seeing it this time a few times we were in the city for Comic Con yeah. and shit. Yeah. Anyway. No, Bojangles though. There's a song by the um, Nitty Gritty Dirt Bank on Mr. Bojangles. Yeah, I know. It is the saddest song in the world. Yeah, no. This place is not sad. This it's, place is delicious. It's heaven? It's heaven. heaven. Get a biscuit chicken sandwich from there. Oh. Oh my God, Zach Gowan. Oh. Yeah, what's your name? <laughs> I am John King Switch Turiano. Very Thank you. Thank you. I'll take that. Uh, contact information as always you can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596 subscribe to us on whatever podcast cast you use leave us a 5 star review particularly on Apple Podcasts it helps spread word of the show subscribe to us on our Twitter at SmarkyGeeks at FrankieDesus at the John Triano. subscribe to us on our Facebook group my favorite place to be online Subscribe to us on Instagram at the Smarky Geeks, and as always, let's get on with this motherfucking show. Yeah, let's do this. We took a break last week. Took know, a break because you know life. Life. I got three children, and it's stressing me out. I got more grades. I got gray hairs on my pubes now. Thanks John. for sharing that with the class. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Well, first off, what are we watching? Let's get that We're out watching the first ever Slammiversary from TNA Wrestling. Total nonstop action wrestling. Yeah. This is when they had to start a six-sided ring. Yeah. It's weird because they got rid of it when Hogan took over. Remember when Hogan was there years ago? Then he ended up bringing it back and it just wasn't the same. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because you, you had a bunch of wrestlers used to the, the four ring. And you had to get them used to the, the, seven, the six-sided yeah, I think it was easier. It wasn't to, happen. I think it was easier for the six sided people. People are used to the six sided, used to the four sided, yeah. but not the opposite way. Yeah, you can take away and people get used to that. But if you add, it's gonna be harder for them to get yeah, used yeah. to the, the addition. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, how you been, man? I've been tired. You been tired? I know. I know. I'm preaching to the choir. I know. Yeah, you been tired, motherfucker. I know. You understand what it's like having a newborn? Nope. I'm sorry. You did it to yourself, though. You're going to want to blame it yourself. Who's that? No. 
Listen, how was I supposed to know that 1% chance was a viable thing that would happen? <laughs> anyway, you know, 1% means it's still a chance, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And turn uh, your phone off. Fuck! It beat white. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, whatever. Listen, listen. You know, you know I don't even say anything to you anymore. I just yes, see you say that every time. Yep. Too. I'm going to keep saying it to you until um, you remember to do it. As we've been away, I've become a belt collector. You have one belt. You're not a belt collector. <laughs> you have one belt. And I had my belt before you had yours. Hat tip to uh, Sean Linton. Uh, he hooked me up with the, where he got his. Uh, I'm talking about the AEW replica. Not the replica. It's a custom made belt uh, on Amazon by Regalia Crafts if you, if you want to check it out it's really good it's metal heavy good weight to it real leather strap yeah I know when I held it I was like you know what my bad it really does feel nice though yeah I don't know what I'm going to do with it but I got it <laughs> it's going to go in your closet like comic books and shit yeah it's going to go in my void this is a, I feel sad now yeah I'm actually on on Amazon <laughs> right now looking at it yeah. 145 yeah because I think cause I guess the less he changes the prices I saw different prices for it. Um, yeah, I was actually looking on one shot. I think I'm going to get the NWA belt. Yeah. He has a really good looking IWGP one I'm looking at. and But not right now. Not right now. Let's wait. I'm going to wait. Because I'm also going to AEW. Frank DeJesus is all elite. I'm going to be at the Archer. Uh, Archer Ash. Arthur Ash. Arthur. Arthur. What did I say? Archer? Yeah, it's Arthur Ash. Arthur Ash. Stadium uh, in Queens in September, September 22nd, the Grand Slam show, what they're calling it. Um, it I mean, I'm going to be there, but that's kind of like a quote-unquote type of thing because I'm going to be way in the back. So technically I'm there. So what I'll do is would you, go, you can watch it on your phone, <laughs> on YouTube TV. Yeah. So yes, you can't. If your wife is on YouTube TV, you won't be able to. I, I might be able to. I'll text you cool stuff that happens. You see that? You're like, no. No. <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> and no, I'm not bringing my belt to the show. I'm not a belt rat. Ooh, that's nice. Um, but yeah, let's get, it, let's get into the news. Let's do it. Let's uh, the news. Let's get the sad stuff out of the way first. Set, yeah. Ten bell salute. Yep. For uh, Paul Orndorff. Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. Stories came out that he was sick, that he was suffering from dementia. Then a picture came out. Yeah, they, yeah the picture. Over Fourth of July weekend, that he was at home drinking a beer, yeah. like he was getting better. That you know, that oh, was the impression that I was given that, that he was doing better. Yeah, I saw and, the other picture where he no, wasn't yeah. doing better. Yeah, the, but the then, one that his family released. Right, but then there was a picture released for the over Fourth near the end of yeah. Fourth of July weekend. He was home, looked like he was looked like he was doing better, like he had he had pulled out of it. Yeah. Next thing you find out, he passed away. Yeah, well, I mean, it's unfortunate. It sucks. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the, the whole dementia thing. Like his family released that that statement when he was doing bad. You know, they showed a picture of him doing bad. Yeah. Like that. Um, yeah, sad. You got you got memories. My most recent memory of him is Hogan. The feud he had with Hogan. Yeah, of course. I, mean, I think that's everybody. I think that I my biggest memory is when he turned on Hogan when he when he healed out. So I'm at the feud. Right, but no, when he first healed out with Hogan. Okay, yeah. No, when he, no, when that first happened. 
You know, of course, you know, teaming up with Riley Piper, I think of WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. So, I read in a weird stat, not weird, like a sad stat. Hogan's first six WrestleMania, Hogan's opponents from the first six WrestleMania, they're all deceased. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So I can find a picture real quick. We know Andre. Andre Piper. Piper. Orndorff. Orndorff. Bundy. Bundy. And Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. WrestleMania 6 is Ultimate Warrior, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that that's just a sad stat. And how old was he? 71. 71. Yeah. Um, I saved it. I meant to post it. And I totally forgot. Oh, the picture? The Heenan family? Picture? No, 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 no. Of all the, op- of all the opponents. Oh. Like the, the six people in order. Yeah. But it's probably too much work for me to find it. I'm not gonna worry about it. <laughs> anyway, so let's move on. So, ten bell salute to Mr. Ondorf, rest in power. Yeah. And uh, see you on the other side. Yeah. Now, moving on. Jimmy Uso's at it again. Yeah, got got nails DUI again. But uh, doesn't matter. Apparently not. Because <laughs> it just it just put him right on TV. I watched that SmackDown just to see. Not, not not last week's SmackDown, the week before. Right. To see, you know, what, what was going to happen. I thought they were going to write him off or some shit. No. Just just chug, chug along as as if nothing happened. Well, I read somewhere, I said, I, when I saw it, they kept him on TV. They, I read somewhere that um, they got big storylines planned. Like, they don't want to ruin, they don't want to, they don't want to disrupt what they got going on. And that's, I mean, look, he has a drinking problem. Yeah. He has a drink of rum. I don't think bringing him along on the road is going to help. Probably not. Yeah? Probably not. But maybe it. he'll, maybe they'll give him, like, somebody to stay with, you know, be with, tra- like, a travel partner. Uh, I'm, I'm, not just his wife or his brother, like, WWE-sponsored travel years. Yeah, hopefully that's something they're trying to do, but I figured it'd be some sort of punishment. I mean, maybe they he could have killed someone. Maybe they'll be tonight. Tonight's the um, Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Maybe they'll, they'll write him off tonight somehow. Possibly. But, uh, but yeah, so that's that. Well, he's in the pre-show. I just went up for a write-off. You know what I'm telling you? He's probably done, like, more pre-shows than most. Yeah. Um, uh, Bailey, it's Bailey, is out. Injury, was it ACL? Yep, nine AC, months. Ace, nine months injury. While training to go back on the road. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. She's wrestling every week, every other week. They had Vince had them do extra training to go back on the road, and that's how she got hurt. Yeah, those. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Um, what she's yeah. she does this every week. She's still on TV wrestling every week. Yeah. I I forgot what wrestler said it. I forgot where I read it. He's like, what was a old, like, retired wrestler? He's like, I go go. He's like, I can't figure it out. And he goes, the only time I trained extra is if I was retired and I had to come back for a match. I put extra work in. But if I was on the road wrestling two, three nights a week, I wasn't training. Yeah. I wasn't practicing. My practice was on wrestling. I want to say that was Lance Storm. It sounds like sent something. Probably it might have been Lance. I don't remember who it was. Um, it might have been Lance Storm. So I listened to him and Brian Alvarez and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like that's ridiculous. I, I do find that horrible uh, that she had to do that. And she got, she paid for it, and now she's out. But if they're smart, 
they would find a way to keep her on TV. Like they do it for big girl. Yeah. Just keep, she, she, she knows how to talk. So just keep her on camera. Have her commentate. You know? Yeah. Shit like that. <clears throat> I think cause I, I think they won't do it right away. I think because of the length of the injury. If it was, she was going to be out like a month or two, mm-hmm. but they will find a way to keep her on TV. But nine months though? Nah, you know, also... And you do have to go through rehab. Yeah, and also the... WWE loves their comebacks. Right. You know, how many times has Sasha Banks left and come back? Right. You know? They're, they're the Celine Dion of wrestling. Like, like, it's just, oh, this guy's gone. Oh, Goldberg is back. Cena's back. The Rock is back. They love their comebacks, and this she'll be another one for them. I'm not saying they, it was on purpose or anything like that. I'm just saying they'll probably keep her out of the picture for a long time and then have her come back. Bailey's back, and it'll be a I remember when Triple H... Tore his quad and he was out for a while. Yeah. When he was healed, when Austin was healed out. Yeah. Oh, and and he came no. back as a face. Yeah. And he came back in the, that jean leather jacket. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember that. Like, I remember he came out and go, you know, this kid, you got who the hell I am. That whole big yeah. speech he did. I, I but going back to the Bailey thing, I think if Bailey was gonna be out like a month or two, mm-hmm. they'll find a way to keep her on TV. Only like a month. Yeah. But nine months is a long layoff. Yeah. You got to figure nine months, then you gotta get back into shape. Wrestling champion it was almost a year. Well, Britt was out for a long time. Right. But they kept her on TV. Who? Britt Baker. She had yeah, been out for nine months, though. It was a long time. Yeah. It but was months and months. It wasn't no one or two, three months. No, it was about three months. No, it was a long time. And then when she came back, she came back a better wrestler, which was weird. <laughs> um, Let's move on. What else you got? Uh, God damn. We got the, uh, this. I mean, this was part of last week's AW show, but the fan attack. Yeah. Came out and attacked uh, during the during the live show, and uh, the the thing I thought was stupid about that was MJF invited them to do it again. Like, yeah, because the guy said that he wanted to, he was trying to make Jim Cornette proud. No, no, not that. I was just saying, like during the promo itself, MJF was like. Because you know, because you know, it happened live, so it's a little of a panic move. But he's right. like, you know, I wish another one of you fat. Oh fat, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. shit like that. I'm like, dude, don't invite fans to do that. I remember TNA used to do that on purpose, didn't they? Um, they would have quote unquote fans attack. That's how or they WCW. That's how they used to introduce wrestlers. Yeah, that's how Santino got introduced. Remember, yeah, Santino yeah, yeah, got yeah. called into the ring. Santino and um, John Earthquake, Earthquake. were both introduced like yeah. that. Um, Speaking of AEW, the show that we we, we didn't talk about, we weren't here. Yeah. Malachi Black, yeah. Tom, formerly Tommy and formerly Alistair Black, debuted. I and I, I give AEW a lot of shit, a lot of stuff they do, but I got to give them credit for this for one thing. It was they kept it kayfabe alive with his eye. Uh. That was awesome. Well, that was. I'll give I'm him. Sure cre- I'll give him. Cre- I'll give him credit for that. I'm sure that that's his idea. His idea yeah. that they let him go with it. But one thing I'm hoping is that they keep him on a on a leash or turn him down. Because did you hear like a lot of those dumb ideas he had? No. He had a lot of dumb ideas, weird ideas, and I'm hoping like the AEW and it's supposedly um, TK. Said like he's there, or someone in the room is like is keeping him in check. 
They're not going to do all that crazy shit. But supposedly Tony Khan regrets doing that whole thing with um, Matt Hardy. Remember the thing? The, the teleport. Thing. The teleporting thing yeah. and the, the floating and the, the, yeah. the changing the, the, the gimmicks at, at a moment's notice. Like yeah. Like just magically change. He, Tony Khan regrets doing that. And so you probably won't see a lot of that ever in AEW. Right. So that's a lot of the ideas that Aleister Black had the time he had. Right? He out chill. Yeah. You didn't know this whole time? I'm watching him. He looks familiar. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't place the face. Um, I like him being there. I see, I just I'm, hope they keep him in check. Not only that, I, uh, I'm, thinking, I'm trying to think how to say this right. He's going against Cody. Yeah. And Cody always gets over. I feel like they're putting him against Cody so Cody can get can move up move up the lat like Cody can say, Oh, Cody be another form of WWE guy. No. Cody's oh. won every first, first of all, before we get into that, I hate how this is I don't just explain maybe I maybe I'm out of line with this. They built up the nightmare family in the nightmare factory as a legit content, legit threat to Cody. Right? The factory. The factory, right. Only to have a blow-off strap match, which they, the fact they didn't even get their own introduction, they were in the ring already. I feel like they, they, they came up with this good idea with the factory to feud with Cody, his former students, only to blow it off when Malachi Black got signed. That was a mid-card thing. It was a no-minute right, thing. Right, but the point, yeah, but the point is you built up. See, AW do this a lot though. You built up this storyline where the factory is dangerous. They're trying to build him out as a legit threat to Cody. They knew Cody was going to end up winning the feud. I, we knew that. But the way they... they it's like they just abruptly ended it. The, the fact that it was a threat, they traded wins back and forth, and that was the end of it. Like they did with... um, uh, uh, the, One of the Lucha Brothers. He was feuding because he insulted his, his family. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They did that. But the, yeah, that led into the, the factory thing. Right. Then the factory thing just kind of... like. Like they built it up. Ju- they built it up just to end it real quick, and going him Cody going to his next feud. Am I wrong? Is that exactly what they did? Well, it's, it's a bigger feud now. Cody yeah, got the, the win, is, on, what, definitive win, on this factory thing, and now he's going in strong against Malachi Black. And all right, they, but the point is, that's how you build up a guy. <laughs> why, are you, why are you trying to build up Cody? Cody doesn't have to be built up. He's Cody Rhodes. No, no, no. You have to build him up. So that way, when the person who beats him, it matters. Cody gets this uh, comparison, wrongfully in my opinion, to a Triple H. All right. Where Triple H is known for burying, you know, the golden shovel guy. Right. right? Because Cody always wins. Right? Right. But... He always wins because then it's going to matter when he loses. Uh, consider all the times he has lost in this company alone. And how much it's mattered when he lost to Jericho. You know, how, you know that wasn't to put Jericho over, obviously, but it put that title over. Because now he can't, because of that loss, he can't compete for that title anymore. Right? So it puts that over. That loss mattered. Another loss, I don't know the order, but MJF. He lost to MJF. 
look where MJF is now. He lost to Darby Allen. <laughs> look where Darby Allen is now. He's lost to the um, Brody Lee. Look how much that meant, you know, to the title and to to Brody Lee and to the Dark Order. It put everyone over. His losses matter, okay? But his losses won't matter if he's jobbing to everyone. And I'm not saying jobbing, jobbing, but if he doesn't have any wins, definitive wins against groups or whatever, it's not going to matter. Now, he's in this group, which I think, I always say this, but may be the one to write him off because he's going to be doing that show soon. The, the fuck is called? Not his reality show. The the game show. He's, the season two is coming out. Oh, okay. And he has to go. Remember, he left for a few months to right. do that. And he's gonna have. He's gonna start recording that again. Um, what's the show? Oh, the big show, the Go Big Show. Um, so this could be that story to write him off. Um, yeah, that's my. You know, that's my take. I think he's more of a John Cena than he is a Triple H to this company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean John Cena during the the U.S. title run, the the quote unquote indie Cena. That is Cody Rhodes. Have, have I said anything wrong? Right? I don't know. I mean... Look at his losses. His losses matter. He knows his role. That's the, the role. Like, he's going to put someone over. But it's not going to just be like, all right, you beat me in one little match. It's going to be a story. You know? And I think uh, Malachi yeah, Black, could... or Blacks, or whatever the fuck you're calling, um, is going to be the one to write him off a little bit. Probably take his eye. You know? To do a... Because you know he likes to do old stories. Right? Yeah. I Maybe guess. do like a road warrior type story where Malachi 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 Black. I hate the fact that he chose another fucking name that I'm never gonna spell right. Anyway, small rant. <laughs> I never spelled Al- Alistair Black right. I hardly ever said Alistair right. Uh, when he was Alistair. Um but I think Alistair Black, especially with the whole eye thing that he's going with for now, with the bruise the, the makeup. What'd I say? Alistair. Whatever the fuck. Tommy End. There you go. Why don't you just go as Tommy End? I don't know. Tommy End has such a great chant name. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy fucking End. Tommy, Tommy, that Tommy might, fucking End. Maybe it's because he wants to keep the rights to the name and maybe AW would want something with the right name. I, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the... But yeah, so yeah, it might be Malachi Black is going to blind um, Cody Rhodes in one eye and send him home for a little bit. And then Cody Rhodes will be on the Go Big Show with both eyes. <laughs> I don't, like I said, I don't mind him going there because he, he is fun to watch. Going where? I'm Tommy and I don't mind him going oh. to AEW. I mean, he's one of the guys I'm glad they signed. Yeah. But, like, his spot could have gone to somebody else that you want to build up, build up rather than somebody who's a star already. You know what I'm saying? Like, use that spot that you gave to him to build up another star. But they can. You know, they, Malachi Black is going to be a big star. I mean, you don't think they... AEW has no trouble building up stars. You know? Malachi Black is going to be a big star there. And then they'll use someone to beat him. And build someone, one of their new stars to beat him. You know? Whether it's Sammy Guevara or Adam Page or or Darby Allen, you know, or someone new, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, whatever. 
They got a bunch of young stars that they can use to beat Malachi Black. But Malachi Black has to matter. He has to get wins. And Cody Rhodes could be his first big win. Yeah, but he met Malachi Black mattered the second he showed up. The second he showed up, he was a star. How are you building him up to be a star? He showed up, he was a star. No, I'm not talking about Malachi. I'm talking about who beats him. Right, but I'm saying... Yeah, you're missing the point, though. What I'm saying is... You're using... Cody Rhodes make Malachi Black a big star. So whoever beats him... When he does get beat, a bigger star. The spot they give Malachi Black, give it to somebody else... To build that person up who's not a star yet. But then the feud won't matter. Like, the feud won't be as over as Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Look how over this shit is. Right? People want to fucking see this. People need to fucking see this match. I hope I hope they keep it till um, all out. Um, but yeah, like, like who are you going to put? You put, like, Aaron Solo against Cody Rhodes or whatever. Am I saying Aaron Solo? But I'm saying you put some young star. You know, it's not going to matter as much as it... But, all right, you even have guys in the company that are stars already, like Brian Cage. He's involved. You, you could have. It's not going to matter as much as this. You saw how the crowd was, you know, and the crowd was the same the next week. You know, people are fiending for this. Yeah, and this is the thing that's going to get Malachi Black over. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, SmackDown with live audience. For the first time. For the first time. It was good. It was. Vince came out. Vince opened the show up. I expected Vince to give us a bit one of his one a Vince speech. Yeah. The only thing Vince said was, Where the hell have you been? And left. Oh yeah. It was a cool way to begin it. Yeah. Now Vince is welcoming everybody back, but he didn't want to take center stage. Yeah. That was a very cool thing for Vince to do. And they opened up they opened up with their biggest star right now, Roman Reigns. Yeah. In a triple threat where against Mysterios and Edge against the six bloodline. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a good match, and all. even uh, what's his face was good too. Um, Dominic. Yeah. Dominic's not usually. I mean, I haven't seen anything really good from him. Um, He's one of the guys that should start in NXT. Yeah. But here he showed some confidence. Yeah, he did. And I enjoyed it. it well, maybe it was his first time in front of a live. Well, think about it. This is his first time in front of a live crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, so yeah but he, he's one of the guys that definitely should have been in NXT first. Yeah. They should have been, if you were going to bring him NXT right away, after he lost, his, after Seth Rollins beat him, that's when he should have went down. Then you could have brought him back like a year as a new person, like not as a, not as a new character, but I, you know, I have more confidence now. Yeah. You know, you sent me, you know, you forced me out of, out of WWE. I went to NXT, now I'm back. Yeah. I think that would have worked better. I think I'm hoping that no, I I won't say that because I think that now everything that Dominic Mysterio does is scrutinized because he's on the main roster. Like he's gonna be, he's gonna be judged a little bit more because of where he is. The NXT can work through all the kinks. So, um, yeah, I I enjoyed that. I missed the fans here too. Yeah, they they, fans Um, were on fire too. They they had a lot. The sold out fifteen thousand crowd. Yeah. Um, I forgot where it was. Somewhere in Texas. Yeah. Um, oh, Toyota Center. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, it was. They were really good. The fans came. Uh, the, the the one the one thing I didn't miss was the fucking Watt chant. That guy came back. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. Of course they came. Um, 
but uh, yeah, it was good. I in the show they kept enjoyable. They kept it very audience heavy, where right. they 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 um, appealed to the audience, which makes sense uh, since it's their first time back and all that. Um, my my only hope is that they can keep it up, and I just feel like they're probably just gonna fall into. Um, the same gimmicks that they were doing before. It wasn't like SmackDown and Raw were fantastic TV three years ago, you know? Right, right. So, I just hope they just book shit better. Instead of... Like, everyone... I feel like the whole Roman Reigns thing... It, I think this is his best character he's ever done. Yeah, I agree. He's great and all that stuff. But I do feel like it's overhyped. Like, it's some great fucking gimmick. He hardly fucking... They, they, it's It's theater. Like he he comes out there, he's not even in the ring. He hardly ever wrestles, and he's just backstage in a room on a table because he's the head of the table, and he's doing like soap opera shit, you know, where they, the camera goes close up to him. There's music in the background, and it goes to, to commercial and shit like that. It's all theater and shit like that, you know. And I, I don't think they're gonna stop doing that, you know. Um, I I do hope they stop with the whole. Lily shit, whatever the fuck it was called. Oh, uh, with uh, and, and on Raw. Yeah, uh, Alexa Bliss and all that stuff. But, um, um, what I liked about SmackDown is they because they knew people weren't watching during the Thunderdome, they get a recap for every match, let yeah. you know where this wrestler was. Yeah, like what led to, or what was happening to this wrestler while you guys were away. Yeah, that was a really good touch. I didn't. I mean, it stuff, was man. it was cool they did that. Yeah. The funniest meme I saw of him was you know Vince comes out. Where the hell have you been? The fans looking for good, great wrestling, Vince. You, <laughs> so. Um, but I like that they did that. The fans were on fire. They opened up strong. They get the fans hyped up, and we're for the most part, Roman got Roman got cheered. Yeah. Would you agree? They they built him up to be a heel. I said this. I said this last year. The minute they go back to live crowds, he's getting cheered. Yeah. He got booed when they were trying to push him as a face. Now they pushed him as a heel for a year. Now he's getting cheered. Yeah. Now what they'll fucking do is make him a face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keep but, uh, the same character. They keep the same characters, make him a face to be alright. Yeah. Uh, one thing I hated though, they still piped in at some points, cheers and boos. Yeah, I did not like that. I knew that was gonna stay. I don't think they're ever gonna get rid of that. But they did pipe in cheers and boos at one point. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Particularly with the the Bel Air against Carmella match yeah. they piped in cheers and screeching for Belair and booze and shit for Carmella I was like oh, this is garbage I don't like that shit um, um I like the video package they showed for Belair leading up to the match and you forget her Wrestlemania moment when she was crying in the ring but you couldn't believe she was there yeah. so you Belair's a star yeah. let's not forget she's a fucking she's a star but they, yeah, and they've been treating her like a star for a yeah. while. The the one they have not been treating her like a star is um, Ripley. Um, yeah, I'm I haven't watched her. Yeah. I told her she wasn't ready for it. Belair's ready because they made her ready. They legit worked hard at making her feel somewhat ready to be a champion. Right. You know, getting wins on Bailey and all that shit. It was dumb shit. You know, where they were doing games in the ring and all that stuff. But they built her up. She got wins and shit like that. Ripley got no wins. She shows up at fucking uh, Royal Rumble and then gets a shot at the other title. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, Ripley's want to play that shit. Stay down next week. If, well, if for even, nothing else than a legit contender for Raquel Gonzalez. Well, the, she wasn't even doing good at NXT. The NXT is where it was starting. Yeah. Her. Well, no, it started at WrestleMania when I did it in front of a dead crowd. No crowd. Remember WrestleMania 19? Yeah. On WrestleMania 20. You WrestleMania 20 and there was no crowd. Yeah. I think that killed any momentum that she had. Any chance of getting her over oh, with the fans was not going to happen because of that. I think that was one of the things that did it. But uh, speaking about uh, WWE, got they got some call ups. Yeah. Uh, Shotzi and t- and Knox and Knox, which pissed me off. Pissed me <laughs> off on is pissing me off on a couple levels. First level that they took away their names and that sounds stupid. <laughs> Second level is you build up Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon as a legit couple things. You built up Shotzi, Blackheart, and, and Ember Moon as a legit tag team in NXT just to call one of them up and team, team up with Tegan Knox, who you just brought back at the Great American Bash. They, yeah, they did up weeks of build-up with that fucking battery. I, look, I didn't mind that it was her. I'm glad it was her. I liked Tegan No, I, I, didn't mind, I didn't mind it was her being the one that it, that's the battery, but you built her up on NXT. Why do I feel like there's an echo? They built her up on NXT... With this battery shit, right? Coming back. She has one appearance and now she's on, now she's on SmackDown. Yeah, one what? appearance, teased the Candice LeRae gimmick, and then SmackDown. Right. Yeah, that, this was the week when, they, when she did, debuted. That was the week of the Alice in Black thing, and that was the week where Vince supposedly went nuts. Right, and that, that's, about that's probably why she, she ended up on right. SmackDown. Yeah, and also it was, at the same time, it was like a perfect storm of shit that was falling because it was the Alice in Black thing. The Jimmy Uso thing. The Jimmy Uso thing. The Bailey thing. Vince was pissed. <laughs> yeah, Vince was having a very bad day. Yeah. And so, yeah. So he, he made some changes. Oh, also, Tony Storm's coming. Tony Storm. Down. Which, they, they which actually I'm excited about. Yeah, they weren't doing anything with her NXT, so. Right. Hopefully she's No, but they were. They, didn't they just. They, she got nothing but losses. Yeah, but they'll she get, got one they'll, win. They'll get ready to start something, a program with her and I forgot who else. Saray. Right, and then, yeah, cause, they, yeah. And then yeah, at and least they wrote that off, you know, because Saray made the challenge. Like, I want Tony Storm. I'm sorry for the accent. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can shave that yourself. Was, that was horrible. And then, yeah, and then the, Tony Storm cut, she cut it down. She's like, no, and my answer is no, and she leaves. And then they, 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 they watch NXT this week. That girl said, Tony Storm, I want to face you, but I do. Yeah. So, so at least, at least there was continuity. They tried. Yeah. Tr- and um, also, Finn Balor's back. Finn Balor, yeah, good. It was, a, it was exciting to see him there. Yeah, actually, it was. tell you the truth. It was a, it was a good... Uh, he got a good reception from the fans. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. Of course he did. It's been about. Yeah. But, uh... He basically kept the same character from NXT. Like, they didn't change it a more. He was still the prince. Well, no, I mean, they, he didn't... It's not no, like no, they did much... I'm saying they didn't, revert, they didn't revert him back to the way he was before he went to NXT. But he wasn't different or anything like that. It well, wasn't they like did, he was some clown they, or anything. Yeah, like. no, no, I'm saying is when, when he went to NXT, when they healed him out and made him a face again, he became the prince. To kind of play on uh, Prince Devin. Oh, okay, yeah. And they kept that when he went to... Uh, yeah, he'll yeah, probably still be the prince. Right. And they did mention NXT t- during, the, during the intro. Um, who the fuck's the announcer? Um... Uh, SmackDown, it's uh, McAfee. McAfee said, you know, Finn, no, Finn Balor, former two-time NXT champion. So they didn't mention NXT. Yeah, they need more. Yeah, they give do. Me a, give me a fucking uh, video package of him doing the, the best shit on NXT or something. Winning the know? NXT title for the second time. Yeah. His match. 
I, I, if they bring Cross up to SmackDown, they probably no, they won't. Who am I kidding? Right. I think they'll probably mention the Cross feud with Finn Balor, but I know they won't. No, I know they won't. You might get some good announcement, but like these two got history, and then that'll be it. You yeah. know, <laughs> I don't get why they don't push NXT. I, I don't get it. It's, it's so legit third brand. They're not. They're not developmental. They're not. They're, they're on not national TV. Right. But they get treated like developmental. They get treated as the bastard redhead, redheaded bastard stepchild. Yeah. That's what they get treated as. Yeah. You don't have to put NXT wrestlers on SmackDown. You don't have to. It would be great if you did, but you don't have to. Mention NXT. When you get a wrestler called up from NXT to SmackDown or Raw, mm. show video packages of them in NXT. Yeah. Do something. But we need some form of continuity. The closest they've ever yeah. come is when Karrion Cross. Wrestled on main event, he had the NXT Championship. That's the closest they've come yeah. to doing this shit. Yeah. But uh, I guarantee when Bronson gets called, he's just called Bronson. I can guarantee. Yeah, it yeah, would just be Bronson. Odds are he's getting called up. He's a big guy. Austin Theory's getting called up. Yeah, yeah, yeah Austin Theory has a look. So again, and, getting called up that, again. He's not getting called. He's getting called back. Yeah, he's getting right. called back. Yeah. Which I know you're happier. That means no more way. Yeah, it looks like they're bringing that up. Um. Which is fine. I mean, look. Yes. No, no, look. It, it's fine for a couple of reasons. One, it was getting a little silly, and two, you know what? It, it ran its course. You know, it, it was very, it was very, it was a very pandemic era faction for them. It was one of the things that kept them going. That they, they they just used for, during the during the during locked the COVID era. Uh, now the now fans are starting to come back full time. Now they're gonna try something different. It could have been something better. It could. <laughs> no, I, well, that was great. I think the way should have been Candice LeRae, Gargano, and Ciampa. That should have been the way. That should have been that should have been the faction right there. Sure, I get that. Um, the characters have to be different. Come on, <laughs> the, the whole comedy bits. I'm saying they could have made it more serious, but Candice LeRae, Champa, and and Gargano should have been should have been that faction. Okay. Like DIY 2.0. Oh, but I have heels. Yeah. It would have worked fine. Um. Mention Bronson Reed. Who else come back? Cross. 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 Well, he hasn't got called up yet. Yeah, but yeah, because for some reason they can't figure out how to get the belt off of him. Well, shit. I, I was kind of happy about that, but he, I think he's better. Listen, Gargano. Uh, is that your show this week? Gargano? Yeah. yeah so now I'm not going to get into it yet. Again, I don't care. No, no. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. But I think they should have... They, this is how you know they they don't have anything planned week to week. They should have took the title off him at the Fatal Five way. Because you could have did it without having him get picked. I mean, you can, but this makes him look strong. So now whoever beats him beats the fucking cross. Which is probably going to be Cole, in my opinion. Or, or Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, they're doing that shit. It should be Cole. Yeah. Let's be fair. It should be Cole. Yeah. Because, I mean, look... Say what you want, but NXT rate when Cole when Yui was running NXT when they were running rough show of NXT that's what NXT was was exciting like you know, they were the so focus of NXT. Yeah, but I mean, there's no Yui, it's just Cole. I just right. say Cole because he's the only one that feels like a champion, like a champion, right. like a star. You know, I mean, he hasn't had like a lot of wins since he came back, but he's he feels like a fucking star. You know, Cargano doesn't. You know the. Joe is, is an enforcer. Um, the who else was there? Champa. Yeah. yeah. Champa could. I don't know. I, mean, I 
like I said, I'm not a Thatcher fan. I've said that, but I kind of like what they're doing with him and Thatcher teaming up. TNT. TNT, yeah. Uh, Dunn doesn't feel like someone who should beat Cross. It's, they don't really have a lot of stars. Though I am looking forward to a Dunn-Cole feud, though. If that yeah, it would be great, but I'm just saying, Dunn doesn't feel like uh, NXT champion. Right. You know, if you put the title on him. You know? Cross does do it. And I like his matches feel different. And he's been getting better. Yeah, he has. Um... But uh, let's move on. Uh, AEW selling out shows. As I said, I'm going to Queens. Uh, WWE having trouble. Oh, is there an update on their uh, Madison Square Garden thing? No. Yeah, I heard they were having trouble selling out that. Uh, you got takes on that? Um, I think it's more about AEW's... You know, I, I think the whole pandemic thing of them not having like live crowds... Kind of, I'm not going to say it took a year off their life, but it, and it didn't put them in reverse. I'm trying to add words right. It didn't put them in reverse. It didn't hurt them, but it didn't move them forward. I think that... that not, I'm trying to think how to word this right. It didn't move them... The pandemic area kind of stalled their momentum a little bit in terms of live crowds. I think them going back to full live crowds, people want... They're like the new kid on the block again. Well, also because they've... I know you, you may feel different, but they've kept a very interesting show. Week in, week out. You know? They have, people enjoy the show. You know? They have in a... a they're really hyped. They're, they're enjoyable. They feel yeah. good-looking. You know, I know you're of different opinion, but most people enjoy the show. You know? And... If your show is hyped and your show is enjoyable and people want to come see it, people will go see it. You know, I don't buy the excuse with the MSG crowd where oh it's too expensive or something like no, that. No, I, I, I don't buy COVID that. Ex- uh, I don't buy that. And shit. But what I do buy is that the tickets are more expensive. Like double, like double tickets are more expensive. They are, but I don't. Buy I think that, that has something. I do think that has I something to do with it. No, it's Manhattan. If your show was interesting, people would pay for it. You know, it's not like AEWs are cheap. You know, those, those fucking ringsides go for a thousand and shit like that. Right, too. I'm saying if people WWE, bought that shit, people right. got the money to spend. They want to spend their money. If your show is interesting, they're gonna spend that fucking money. I think it's if, when you go to New York, your home, right? MSG, that's the home that um, what's his face, um, Santino built, right? You know, not Santino. Oh my god, Bruno San Martino. San Martino. Uh, the, the home that San Martino built, right? <laughs> Santino built a little yeah, weird. Yeah, the little one. Uh, you, know, that's, you, know, that's, you know, that's their fucking home, and they, they're having trouble selling that out. That's not a price thing. That's the sh- your show not being an interesting thing. I, I, think it's con- I think it's a little bit of both. Honestly, no. I think it's a little it's bit Manhattan. of both. It's Manhattan. People got money. They're going to spend it, right? This isn't a show like no one there buying these tickets are in poverty. Also, you gotta remember. <laughs> hold on, you gotta remember one thing too. WWE basically is putting on a regular show at MSG. Is it Raw? Is it the house show? Is it Raw or SmackDown? You know. Uh, it's, I think it's their SmackDown. I think okay. it's their Raw and SmackDown. Okay, so let's say WWE is doing Raw. It's and SmackDown, and they turned it into a super show, which is gonna have Raw and SmackDown okay. now. So it's Raw After and SmackDown, they but trouble. it's a regular. It's basically it's, a, it's basically a SmackDown show. Yeah. What AEW is doing is that at Arthur Ashe Stand, they're basically holding a mini pay per view, so they're holding pay per view quality shows all the time. 
It's not which I look. It's not like oh, they're putting on pay per view matches though. Yeah, but it's not like they're burning mm, off matches. And they're not. Dude, they look can't. at look at the this week's Fighter Fest. You know. The, the main event was Darby Allen versus Ethan Page. And a, and a, and a gimmick a match. match. But, the problem was but that was the main event. But what else there was like pay-per-view. Yeah. But the point is... That was like... Were there any title defenses here? None. TNT. Not this week. Not in Fighter Fest. Oh. That was last there week. There was no title defenses here. No. The FTW, I guess. I meant, I meant FTW. That's but, actually what I meant. You know, with, that's FTW. That's not like some... There are no real pay-per-view stuff. Pro- yeah, but the point is... They just... They celebrate. And they say, hey, here's Fighter Fest. And yeah, the, but the problem is... When you have a... When, when you push your show as a pay-per-view quality show... Like a pay-per-view type of show, Fighter Fest, whatever show That's they do... Hype. You gotta do that. Right, but the people watch it because they're expecting something big to happen because it's a, because it's a quote-unquote free preview. So when your show at Queens that you're going to the author, at Arthur F. Stadium, it's a quote unquote free preview. Grand Slam, yeah. Right. So people are, are going. They want. They're expecting something big to happen, yeah. and it probably will. Yeah. So basically, it's not a regular. It's not a regular Wednesday AEW down. It's a Neither free, is the, the SmackDown. It's a super show only because they have stars from both shows on. Yeah, there. It's a super show like that shit. Your show that you're putting on, especially in New York. In the home that San Martino built, your home should be built as a big fucking show. We should be feeling like, hey, we want to see this. But they fucking embarrass themselves, and then now they they they're, they're behind on the ticket sales. I just you know? think that AW, you know, it, it's a good business. It's a good business plan. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. I think that they build up a lot of their dynamite as quote unquote free previews. So I think that increases ticket sales and ratings. Again, yeah. not a bad decision at As all. you should be doing. Right. The point is, I want to know what AEW would do ticket sale-wise and ratings-wise when they go back to doing regular shows every week. Are they going to do every? Are they going to have four of these every every month? No. Or three of these every month to keep ratings up? Is that just having a regular show? Like a regular dynamite, or just a regular dynamite, not not a, not a, not with a fancy name like Fighter Fest or whatever, a regular Wednesday night dynamite. Well, there are other shows that are selling out too I as well. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's early, but the, the point is, is coming back. But, but, you know, we go back to we always talk about AEW dynamite right yeah. now. They gotta go just do a regular AEW dynamite, like nothing, like no pay pay per view name on it. It's a regular AEW dynamite. I want to see what happens then. Look, they'll probably still do great, but I'm curious. But we're in this situation now. Fans are just coming back. And they're outselling AEW. Uh, WWE. That's what matters. And if you think Vince is like, well, we're just putting on a regular show. It doesn't matter. No. He's fucking pissed. That's why he changed it into a super show. You know? He, he's pissed. Nick Khan is probably pissed at Vince for trying to put on this fucking show in New York. Nick Khan's like, why are we wasting fucking money on this when we could be doing like fucking small stadiums in, in fucking Bodonk, fucking Albany or whatever, instead of fucking wasting our money on MSG? Nick Khan, because you know they work, they're like they're on the same levels of authority, but different like subjects. Like Vince is the booker, Vince is the guy who makes the shows. Right. right. Nick Khan does the business shit, like he gets the TV deals and all that shit. Yeah, Nick Khan's probably looking at this like the fuck is his mother he's smacking his head like what the fuck is he doing you know 
but yeah, this was uh, what they what the kids call a self own. Um, what else was there, news wise? Eight. Uh, wait. I oh. get, let's do main event. Hold on. Well, let's do an impact. Oh yeah, um, Slammiversary. Slammiversary 2021. I gotta bring up the show. Give me a second. Let's give John a second. Let's vape a little. And then we're gonna vape. I don't mean like smoking. I mean like we're gonna we're gonna do uh we're gonna talk about something. Something about like stuff. I and mean, we're just gonna talk about wrestling. We're gonna get there and you know as soon as John has the, the list. Which will, which will be in about ten seconds. In about Com- ten seconds, John's Com- gonna have it. So I'm gonna calm down. And relax. Commutates. John's gonna have the the card, and I already got the card. And John got the card, so let's get on to it. Let's move. Boom. Um, that was a great video. No, I know. Well, this is Impact's first time in almost a year in front of a live crowd. Yeah, not a packed a packed house for where they are. Yeah, felt like an AEW COVID crowd. Yeah, smaller. Yeah, you know, you know when they had the audience around, the the wrestlers. Around. Know what it felt like? You know what it reminds me of? When we went to um Hog. That's their fellow. Yeah. Um, I really want them to move to a bigger arena, like a bigger place. Well, they gotta sell. I don't think they can sell tickets like that. Yeah. I think they they've could. Been, no, not yet. They've been doing small even before the pandemic. Well, not not. I don't need a much bigger than that. Just a little bit bigger. Oh, yeah. it feels a little too cozy. Yeah. No, they got. I don't think they can sell big crowds like that. Or else it's gonna feel like Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, I remember before the COVID thing, they were doing very bad. It was almost, almost, their crowds felt like COVID crowds before COVID was going on. Damn. You know? But, uh, anyway. So, yeah, so they're in front of a live crowd again, so yeah. it was fun. Yeah. So, the um, opening match. The ma- crowd came through, too, this one. Yeah, they, they, were, they, they, they were into every match. Hell yeah. Loved it. Um, and, it, and you know what? They got their money's worth. Yeah. It was a pretty, really good show. Pretty good show. I think most matches went too long, but... Everything everyone did good. Um, Alright, so anyway, so the pre show match was Decay of Havoc and Rosemary defeat a Fire and Flavor for the Impact Tech Knockouts Tag Team Championship. I did not watch that. I did not. Yeah. Who won that again? Decay. Oh, Havoc right. and Rosemary, yeah. Oh, so they got the titles. Yeah. Okay. And hopefully they don't, they don't mean they're gonna put it back on Fire and Flavor, make them a three time champion, but for three P. Three P. Alright, first match, official match of the card, Ultimate X for the Ultimate Impact X Division Championship. Josh Alexander retained against Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Petey Williams, Rahit Raju, and Trey Miguel. Uh-huh. And this match was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it a lot. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad they kept it on Josh. Yeah, Josh Alexander's fun. Um, I think he gives something a little different to this X Division. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. There was a lot of good spots in this match. Cameron missed a couple of big spots. Oh, yeah. No, I think at one point... How many people were on this? Six. Six But people. at one point, everybody was outside the ring, yeah. and Trey Miguel did the sliding, slid out of the ring as like a DDT. Camera oh, yeah. completely missed yeah. it. Like, this, they're all outside the ring. Yeah. Most of the people outside the ring. Keep a camera. They're outside the ring. Everybody's out there. Not one person. They're all out there. Keep the camera out there. We wanted to see the sliding. And they didn't show it on the replay either. <laughs> everybody's outside the ring. Why couldn't you show that? That was a weird place, too, because I thought I missed it. I thought I did, too. Apparently, we all did. I looked (laughs) looked down for half a second. Yeah, that's what I did. I was like, I looked up. I was like, wait, I missed something cool. 
because everyone's going crazy about it. And they never showed it. They never showed it. Yeah. But yeah, they, they a couple they, throughout the night that a couple of things like that where the cameras just weren't in the right place at the right time and they missed some big spots. Yeah. It happened throughout the night like randomly, but that's the one I remember. And another one I think was Trey Miguel again. Did a dive that got thrown off the top rope and something he did like off the top rope and landed on like three people outside the ring. The camera missed it, but they showed it on replay. Okay. So we saw it later. Yeah. But I still wanted to see that slide in DDT. <laughs> that sounded really cool. Yeah. Um, I went, I'll go four on this. This is a great match. I went three three quarters. I thought it was a lot of fun. All right, next up, first return, first surprise of the night. Um, Brian Myers and Tennille Dashwood versus Matt Cardona and a returning Chelsea Green. Yeah. Hot mess. Who was Matt Cardona's fiance in real life. Yeah. Fighting his ex. Which is a weird, it was a weird thing. He was in a ring with his best friend, yeah. his ex, and his fiance. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you really got to have a good, a good like, relationship with people to pull that off. Yeah, hopefully it was like an amicable breakup type of shit. Yeah. I mean, come on, she low-blowed her. I was like, what the fuck? But it was a fun match. Though. I it was, was three, and a, three and a half on. It That's was fun. It. Three and a half for sure, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, that was the first surprise of the night. Next up, uh, W. Morrissey defeated Eddie Edwards. I enjoyed this a lot. I did, too. Um, I gotta say, it's... W. Morrissey, I'm not saying that they're doing great things with him, but I have not been disappointed no, in any of his matches. He's been great. As the big monster guy. The one thing I am disappointed... Eddie? Yeah, not the just... Use Eddie. Not just that. This is the thing. My art was both of our complaints with Impact. You lose the title, you move to the back of the line. Yeah. No media, you don't stay in the title pitch, you go to the back of the effing line. Yeah. I don't get that. I don't get how Impact does that. Yeah. Like, I don't get the I don't get the logic behind. They don't do future booking, probably. right? Like uh, the planting seeds or something like that. Or they don't allow their wrestlers to leave for a while. You know, AW does that a lot. Like like. I think when Moxie lost his title, he was gone for a few weeks before he came back, you know? Uh, Jericho was gone for a few weeks before he came back, right? Like, they let you miss the wrestlers for a little bit and then bring them back. And no, but when they come back, they're in a the big picture, right? Yeah, but, that, you know, with Impact, when that champions lose, they move to the back of the line. They move to, like, some some mid-card feud. Yeah, gimmicks and shit. Eddie, people like Eddie Edwards and Rich Swan should be, should be in the title picture. Yeah. Like, like, not maybe not getting title shots right away, but, like, you no. Know, Contending for it. Yeah. Like, look, we like W. Morrissey, but this, only, this doesn't help Eddie Edwards by losing to Morrissey. Yeah. Right, next up, um, so what happened after the match was over, Madman Fulton and Sherry came to the ring, upset that they were banned from ringside at Ultimate X. And then re- the second surprise night, returning Finjuice. Finjuice. You know what I love about Simon Versing? What? Every year, it seems that every one of the surprises that they tease never happens. Yeah, I know. It's just other surprises. <laughs> that you like, you're like, really? Oh, oh, okay, I didn't suspect this person. I didn't suspect... Ah. I will Where's say, Daniel Bryan, you motherfucker? I will say this, though. Like, I was waiting for a big surprise the whole night. Where's Okada? You know? Yeah, because the way they make it, the way they hype it up, that that's going to be the big surprise. I, I do think the last one was good, but that was not one we were suspecting, you know? Which not, one? Um... Your name. Uh, switch. Oh, yeah. Switch. At the end, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that was a quick match. Match went like a minute. Yeah. Well, the quick... Finju's got the quick win. Yeah. 
Now, this match I missed entirely because I was watching the basketball game. Right. I, had, I was watching the game on my phone. Um, Chris Saban defeated Moose. Huh, that was, yeah, this is really good. Um, I have no, know, I can't, I can't rate it because I didn't watch it. I mean, dude, you got Moose, who's great, who's a great big guy, monster wrestler, and you got Chris Saban, who's a great small guy, uh, athletic wrestler. What do you think is going to happen? Awesomeness. That's yeah. all it was. A lot of fun. Three and a half. All right, I, I'm not going to rate it because I wouldn't watch it. Next up, the Good Brothers defeated Violent by Design, Joe Doring and Rhino. Rich Swan, Willie Mack, and Falaba and Falaba no, and No Way, formerly known as No Way Jose. Well, yeah. Surprise number three. Yeah. You know what's weird when he when he got fired or got let go, he he shaved his head, he cut his hair like he's gonna go a completely different character, go back to the way he was. He went right back to the way he was. Yeah. <laughs> Same name. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Came out with the conga line and everything. Yeah. Same character. Same gimmick. And then, I think he's getting away with this. And what makes me crack me up about that is remember when he left, he was, he was gonna go back to the way he used to be. When Which, he first when he first left, when he first got let go of WWE, yeah. he did an Instagram I think he did a post on Instagram or something yeah. where he was gonna go back to his old his old self. Which, that character was no longer around. Yeah. It's mean, so basically the same what he did before. Yeah. yeah. So the Good Brothers are now two time um impact taking champions. Three and a half. It was good. Yeah, three and a half. Not as special. Three. I gave it gentleman's story. I went three and a half. <coughs> Next up, surprise number four. Diana Peraza defeated Thunder Rosa to retain Impact Knockouts Tag Knockouts Championship. You know I perked up. She's one of my all-time favorites yeah. right now. And uh, man, I was so hoping they give it to her. That, I'm surprised that they so didn't. Fucking but excited. you know what? If you're gonna build up Diana Peraza as a legit champion, this is this the way. Is, this it, is the yeah. way she, yeah, this 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 worked. Yeah. And then afterwards, another surprise. Oh, uh, yeah. Number five, Mickey James. Yeah. Hardcore Cowboy. There was rumors that the NWA was going to start working with Impact Wrestling. And it was like, that's happening. I love, because she announced that she's doing um, the Empower show. The Women's Paper the Women's Women's show, show, yeah. Which I love the name. Yeah. Empower. Empower, yeah. If, if it's a play on power. Yeah, yeah. It's Empower. Um, and... and on when she announced that with you know with um, Billy Corgan, they did a whole video for it. Um, she talked about like she's gonna scour the world and find the best woman in the world. I love that she did that. Right. Like she came here to get her on her show. Right. The best. And I love that. I hope she shows up in AW or or wherever. But where and else can she go? Ring of Honor. I hope she shows up at Ring of Honor, scouting woman. You know. Show up in AAA, scouting woman there. You know that shit. Yeah, that'll be kind of awesome. A little little trek for her to build this show. Um, show up at WWE. <laughs> but I went four on this match. I would mark the fuck out if she showed up in WWE. Oh my God. scouting woman. And you they know, and they allow them. You know, no, it's, no, it's funny about that. Vince McMahon like no, AAA like yeah, come on, yeah. it'll be fun. As I'm in Triple H, like no, that'll be fun. Let's do it. <laughs> what they could do, if Vince if Triple H like. And Mickey James like were like tight like as as you know as coworkers. Triple H, I won't let you come, but I'll hint that you're here though. I'll give you a little hype anyway for it. Yeah. That would be so awesome. Vince would lose. Vince would probably blow a gas. He'd probably have an aneurysm, <laughs> but it would be awesome. But I went four in this match. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I agreed. And the main event, no disqualification, Impact World Championship. Kenny Omega defeats Sammy Callahan. Yeah, this was fucking awesome to me. Uh, I 
loved it. I think this one match went a little too long. Went like almost half an hour. Yeah, but they could have cut ten minutes off this match. I would have been happy. Uh yeah. Well, I, I, I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, I gave it three and three quarters. Um, same here. I'll go. I'll go with that. It. This I don't know. Like, there Kenny, did does not need to work. This hard. This guy came here and did a Sammy Callahan match, and made Sammy Callahan, of all fucking people, look like a fucking superstar. You know he worked his ass off for Sammy Callahan. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to the uh, offense Sammy or anything, but like, like I don't, like I don't think Kenny needs to be doing this shit. But uh, but yeah, it was great. It was a great fucking. No I just DQ, don't know what the did. What they're doing with Ken? Like, when when are they gonna take the belt off him? They, they should. They, I mean, Not here. the idea place would have been have Moose win because Moose is one of those guys that impacts building around. They didn't do it there. Okay, Sam McCallan would have been a great spot. Have Sam McCallan win it. Didn't no. do it there. No. Like, I don't know what their I don't know what their end game is for this feud. I'm curious what their end game is for Kenny Omega as Impact Champion. Well, he's the belt collector. Right, but at some point he's got to lose the belt. Yeah, I'm curious what their what the end game is though. Like, are they going to lose it to this? Then the last surprise in the night. So the match is over. You know, the Good Brothers and Kenny and Don Cal's are celebrating. Suddenly, music hits. Out comes the New Japan Never Openweight Champion, Jay White, the Switchblade. Excuse me, King Switch. King Switch. He comes to the ring. There's another mistake that impact made with the time it's a timing thing yeah so the match is over he's, he's in the ring staring at the good brother and Kenny and Callis and they put up the two sweet like they you know they want to do yeah it cut off just as, which is fun it cut off just as he was doing it uh, you, as he was deciding which you see somebody running to yeah. the ring right like, and the, the announcers were kind of hyping up that somebody was running to oh, the ring and here it, oh I mean, here we go I was like, oh no! The camera should have cut off it either. Cut off in the middle of an the angle. The camera should have cut off either <laughs> two seconds earlier, or he, or fi- it turned out to be Finn Juice. They should have ran out yeah, five seconds been. later. Yeah. The timing with this sucked. Yeah. And it kind of left you like, that's how they're gonna end it. Like, I don't mind ending it with with Jay White in the ring with them. I don't mind it, but you're gonna end it with somebody running to the ring. It wasn't intense. They it fucked wasn't. Up. They fucked up. It wasn't. That's yeah. what made it worse. For me, that's what made it worse. Yeah. That that they that that was a screw up. That, that ugh. <laughs> ugh. but I will say, Switchblade came in here looking like a star. Yeah, he did. It's like, woo! I want to see that fucking match. Maybe that's the guy they're gonna have take it. Yeah, he, he he could be. He's a legit contender. He's beaten Kenny before. Yeah, you know they have that history. And they announced the next pay per view, Bound for Glory. I think it's Bound for Glory. It's gonna be for a while. It's October. No, I'm saying Kenny versus um. um Might happen at Bound for Glory. When is that? October. Yeah, that's and it's, it's going to involve Impact, it might, it might. Yeah. New Japan, AAA, and probably AEW. Like they're trying to hype up as a big show. They, let me tell you, if they can do a big show like that, they got to go somewhere else. They can't hold it there. Oh, they're holding it in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be good. Yeah. A big show like that, hold it in Vegas. That's perfect. So, hopefully, oof. I'm curious how that you know how they're gonna build to hype that match. You know, I'm curious to the build for it now. Yeah. 
that could be the moment. Then that's in October. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah. So I. I but mean, they got. If, they, like say, I don't know what's the what where the direction's going. But so we got all out in September, right? Right. Say Kenny loses the title there, because I don't think Kenny's losing any matches until he loses the AW title. Right. So, possible it might fit in that timeline. Kenny loses the title in all out. Then he starts losing the other titles, you know, and, and impact and whatnot. Um, yeah, that could work out. I mean, eight, I mean, Impact's got other pay per views up till then, but that's their yeah. next big pay per view. Yeah, the, that's their big four. They got the their the mini pay per views on the yeah, and they have, I think they have a mini pay per view in a couple of weeks. Then they got the next pay per view in a couple of weeks. I think I think I think Bound for Glory is one of their big four pay per views. Oh, what's the next pay per? You know? uh, don't worry about it. We'll look it up. But I think Bound for Glory is one of their big four. I think yeah. Slammiversary, Bound for Glory, and um, are two of their big two of their big shows of the year. Yeah, like their Wrestle. I think Bound for Glory is their WrestleMania. Bound for Glory. I always thought Slammiversary was their. WrestleMania. No, I think Bound for Glory. No, Slammiversary is their surprise thing. Right. I think Bound for Glory is their WrestleMania. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's Bound for Glory. Uh, so yeah. So it was a it was a good show. It yeah, really enjoyed was. it. I loved it a lot. Um. I love when companies work together like this, man. NWA involved here. New Japan involved here. AEW obviously involved here. Loved it. What? Right. Okay, what do we got? We're going moving on to the, the main event. The main event, main event. Let's talk real quick about the week before. So we got Gab. Yeah. And, uh, well, first off, this is the main event. This is the Wednesday Night Smarks new name pending. And this is where... We shoot review the shows against each other, and it's just our opinions. If you don't like them, you can go fuck yourselves and buy our merch. Buy our merch. Uh, you filthy animals. Smarky Geeks belt coming out soon. <laughs> Custom belt. Uh, so let's get into. It. Let's talk about Gab real quick. What's your overall thoughts on that? It was actually a pretty good show. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it too. Um. I you know I think during that opening tag match I said MSK should keep the belts. Nobody said that. Yeah. You want to build them up as legit no as a legit legit tag team. They need to keep the belts. They need to take on all comers and beat all comers. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. They beat TNT Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Great. I think it was a great match. I think I went four, I went four on it. I went three and three quarters. Um. I just didn't like the roll up. Yeah, it was kind of a cheap win, yeah. but it was still nice though. But it was good. It was a great match for sure. Uh, uh, so we had LA Knight defeated Cameron Grimes. Then we we both we both said that. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I mean I'm jumping ahead, but the um thing this week was awesome. When he was the Butler, I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, they announced the breakout tournament. The entries. Right. It was um Trey 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 Baxter, Carmelo Hayes, Andre Chase, Josh Briggs, Akina Jiro, Joe Gacy. Odyssey Jones and Duke Hudson. Ikeman Zero. Ikeman Zero. Um, Zoe Stark and Io Shirai beat the Wave for the NXT tag belts. Yeah. I, I went three like and a half. I went three and a quarter on it. Uh, two and a half. I went three and a quarter. It wasn't bad. In the main event, oh, we had um. Uh, this is where Tony. Uh, in the main event, Adam Cole defeated Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, what the best thing about Gab what? was the fucking concert. Shut up. Dude, you didn't like that? No. I was sitting there and I was like immediately hating it. I was like, oh, check this in the back column. But the longer it went, the better it got. 
thought this shit was fucking awesome. Those two, that shirt, the the that group rather. Those fuck I loved it. You didn't like the, the cipher? No. Really. The hit roll cipher? Oh my god. It was the best thing on that show. But and the main event was awesome. Cole O'Reilly 2 was awesome. Yeah, that was good. I went four and a half on it. I went three and three quarters. You know, Cole got the win, so you know, the point, you know, you're back to your point, that's why Cole should be the next NXT champion. Yeah, he's being built as a winner. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so what was your, so what happened on your show the week we missed? Uh, we're talking about Road Rager. And this was, yeah, this was their first night in front of crowds um, in Miami. No, not crowds, but their first night on the road, rather. Um... And uh, it was the AEW had the Cody had the defeated QT Marshall with the the strap match. That was a lot of fun. I, uh, I enjoyed it, was, it. It was okay. Yeah, was I just, I just didn't like I said during the during the during the regular part of the show. I didn't like they did it. They built QT Marshall and the factory up just like this the way they. Uh, it was alright. I went three and a half. It was it was alright. Yeah, that's what I did. Three and a half. And that's and that's a gentleman three and a half for me. I got I didn't it was wasn't like great. Gentleman three and a half. It was it was oh it was okay. Gentleman three, sure. But the gentleman three and a half is like oh it was kind of great. Nah, <laughs> all right, fine, sense. gentleman's three then. All right. Uh, uh, the, my uh, what I liked, uh, they did a fake out blackout here. Right. Which it set us up for later where we were gonna know what was gonna happen. Uh, Spears and Rivera promo blah blah. Make a chance. Oh, the the Bangkok joke that was hilarious. Yes. Yeah, I, I was cracking the fuck up with that. Yes, I I did, yeah, I, I cracked up with that yeah. too actually. I'm like, because I know Thailand. that joke. I'm like, Thai Bangkok, but then when he did, I'm like, oh okay, yeah, that's funny. Bangkok baby, <laughs> it was hilarious. That's funny. Uh, okay. FTR Wardlow BP and P and Hager. That was okay. Three and a half. Um, Three and a quarter. Uh, Carl Anderson, promo on Moxie for the belt, blah, blah, blah. Andrade defeating Matt Seidel. So it's just okay. Three and a half. I thought Matt Seidel was better than Andrade. Yes. So it's not a great debut for Andrade here. Uh, but he I did thought, come out looking like um, Black Mask from the, from Birds of Prey, though. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. And, and that was another thing that weirded me out. He, like, he was wrestling in slacks. Was like, this was not a great debut for Andrade. Yeah. Uh, in the match and everything, and then the the audience, the audience was the best part. You know, everyone was into everything here. They didn't know the ending because no one knows that his move, and he's changed out his ending. Hopefully, in respect to um, Tay Conti, because Tay Conti did the same thing, does the same the 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 fuck you know the where she locks the back of the arm and does the DDT. Oh, yeah. He does, He used to do that in WWE. He changed it now where he locks the back of the arm but does a flatliner. So, I'm wondering if he did that out of respect for Tay Conti. Probably. Yeah. Um, or to, I'll just do this. Maybe Tay Conti, like, you know, I'll find another finisher. Yeah. Just give me, you know, just give me a few. You know, that's why I got to work on it. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy, Christian, blah, blah, Shivani. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Shivani's interviewing Arn Anderson, who's about to announce something. It sounded like, but then the the blackout happens, and I'm thinking because they faked us out the first time. I was like, oh, it's just they're having trouble, little production issue. But the lights come back on, Malachi Black's there, the crowd loses their fucking mind, uh, and then he kicks uh, Arn Anderson, and Cody comes in and kicks Cody, and that sets that off, and. 
Malachi's wearing black. Cody's wearing white. Babyface. Heel. Simple. Just in case you didn't know who was Babyface and who was yeah. heel. But that's, you know, this is little things. Mm-hmm. Little, little story tropes. Hey, the best story, I already said it. The best part of that story trope thing was Malachi Black with the eye. Yeah. yeah. To me, that was perfect. That was, that was continuity up the ass. I love how they, basically, all those little vignettes he did for WWE was to set his AEW debut up. Yeah. That's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, uh, Orange Cassie, Chris Stantland, they defeat Blade and the Bunny. It would, they just used the general rules for a uh, mixed tag. Mixed tag. Right, yeah, yeah. Nothing different here. They did talk about intergender stuff. Like They were like, oh, is this going to be an intergender match? Right. And then it was like, no, it's not. I thought they were going to do it. I really thought yeah, they were going to do me it. me too. But then, I mean, basically they did. Just like every other fucking company, they just, the women are allowed to hit the men type of shit where you had uh, Chris Stantlander doing uh, Area 451 on Blade and shit like that. But I did like the switch out ending here where you thought. Well, hold on, real quick. We're watching the Money in the Bank preview. Yeah. Why does the Raw side look like, a, look like Comic Con? Yeah, it does. <laughs> like a bunch of girls cosplaying at Comic Con. <laughs> anyway. Um, I did like the switch out here where you thought Orange Cassidy was going to lose because Blade used the Nux. Uh, but Chris Stantler gets the secret tag, comes right in, and she gets the win. Gets her, what's it called? The. Uh. Her, her finishing move. I forgot. What's the name of that show you used to like? The nerd show, geek show? Big Bang Theory? Big, yeah, that's what her movie is The called. Big Bang, right, right, the right. Big Bang Theory. Um, and so she gets that move on Bunny and win, gets the win. I like that, and it keeps the feud between Bunny and OC and uh, Blade running. I like it. Where's the butcher? He's injured. He got injured. Okay. Yeah, he's been injured. Uh, I think a wrist type injury. I'm not sure. Twenty jerk off. Probably. I don't think so. Um, I don't want to offend. Well, him. I think also I don't want to offend him. Also, if you want to go that route, John? No, really. You go that route. But I go to wrestling shows, and <laughs> I don't want to see this motherfucker. Be like, wait a minute, I know your voice. Or he'll be like, he'll be like how did you guys help? <laughs> I mean, he's also a bass player too. So, but you know, that that's a double injury for him. Oh uh, yeah, sure. he basically loses. He's basically sure. out of two jobs now. Yeah. So. Uh. Oh yeah, Dan Lampert. Did uh, his promo, which I thought was awesome. And then uh, Lance Archer comes and destroys him. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, good, oh, good, oh, good, good. And then the Young Bucks defeat Eddie Kingston and Penta in a great match. I gave this four. So a lot of fun. Uh, three and a half. Yeah. It, it, it was all uh, right. Dude, stop saying three and a half and going, eh, it was all right. It was all right. I mean, if it, it wasn't, not, hor- no, it wasn't horrible, but if it wasn't good, phenomenal either. Was then it, give it three. If it's three and a half, that's a good match. You liked it. If you didn't like it, or if it's just like regular, give it the three. Three and a half is good. Like two and a half is average. That's a just like. Because I didn't hate. I went three and a half. And I didn't hate it. But you're giving them extra points. <laughs> I feel like you're giving them like extra points, like like pity points. Uh, yeah, and that was the main event. It was a great show. I this week, that week, I gave it a tie. Um, well, oh, I went with NXT that week. Well, I like like if we we're just talking matches, yeah, NXT for sure. Uh, beat, but I thought AW as a whole show was more interesting. But the the match quality at NXT just bumped it up into a tie in my head. Um, now just wait. I'm not gonna do it. No, I'm gonna go right here. Okay. Uh, 
But yeah, that was my that was my show for that week. Now, did we do you want to talk about ratings for that week? Um, no. There's no point. I mean, n- I mean, nothing really big surprises for that week. Right. NXT was just doing the same thing they they've been doing. Same thing with AEW. Um. Move on to this week or last week, according to when people are listening. I get my numbers here. So, ratings talk for this week uh, NXT did a 707k and uh, 0.18 in the demo. And uh, no, that's wrong. I think it's 0.19 in the demo. And uh, AW did up one point zero two five million and a point four in the demo, and it came in number one for the day in cable. Anyway. And they were, and they were up against the NBA finals. That was surprising. Like I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought they were going to do like maybe eight hundred thousand, you know, close to nine hundred thousand, but breaking a million, that was surprising to me. Um, but yeah, how did how did uh, I, I'm probably missing it. How did NXT do? Seven oh seven K, which is higher than the week before, but uh, still point one nine in the demo. NXT had a pretty good show this week. I mean, again, I think I think WWE pushed NXT more as a legit third brand instead of the bastard redhead bastard stepchild. I think it ranged really high. Yeah. But I don't think that's ever gonna happen. So. Oh my God, yeah, especially lately with what they've been doing with their call ups and shit. Yeah. Anyway, you I figured they would do it for the NXT call ups to get people watching these people getting so when they get called up they're not strangers to them. Yeah, we, we, we talked about this la- the week before. Um, you know that's what I loved about NXT the way it was before because with their talents that they had, even the big talents, you knew they had a certain amount of time. Right, and they were allowed their time. Mostly, there were sometimes they called people up abruptly. That happened, but most of the time, you got Nakamura, and you know you're gonna have Nakamura for this amount of time. Right, and when they say, "Hey, we're gonna call Nakamura up," they were allowed at least six months or something to get rid of him. You know, when they went live and on national TV, they were on, they were live on national TV. Not recording episodes or anything like that. So, Vince wants a guy, Vince gets the guy. You know? You know? So, it, so it, it didn't allow for them to really change things or build up to other things. You know? Like, you know, I brought it up with Keith Lee. Like, Keith Lee got the titles and then he lost the titles. That's it. You know? The, you know, whoever. You know, more recently, Shotzi and, and Tegan, you know? Now they say, "Oh, bring him up, call him up." Yeah. Bronson Reed just losing the title for, for no reason. Like it's just it's abrupt, and I, I hate that feeling. Um, see, I think it. Yeah, I, why why her eyes like that? I don't know. It's her. Game. Well, now I'm not looking at her eyes, but you know they're there. That's not what I was looking at. I don't know. You think that jacket's a tribute to Ruby? Maybe. I, don't, I mean, I don't recall well, wearing There's Gale something I'm looking at besides the jacket, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, problem. Yeah. Um, 
I just hate that Vince controls when these guys get called up or not. Now I wish there was some kind of thing. Vince, you know, Vince like I want this guy. Triple H, like, you can't, you can have one. I'm done with them. But you know, but at least Triple H had a little game plan, and he game plan for for departure. Yeah. Again, the Tegan Knox thing. Yeah. That's the best example of that. Or if, if you know Tegan Knox is gonna get called up before that, debut somebody else. Do something different with that. Or or hold the timer off for another week until you figure out what to do. Yeah. Don't just do it because that's what your, your plan was. Change your plan. Yeah. Or bring Tegan Knox back. Let her get through her feud with Candice LeRae for a couple of weeks and then call her up. Yeah. Um, let's get into these shows. Yep. You go first. I went first last time. How do you remember that? Because I'm the editor of this show. And I'm the one that puts on this show. Then how come you ask me every week who went first last time? It's for conversational purposes. Uh-huh. <laughs> just face it. You, want me, you just want me to go first. Let's go first. Just say it. All right, so show opened up. Um, uh, Ember Moon defeated Dakota Kai. Um, great match. Great opener. I went three and a half. I went three and three quarters on it, actually. I went three and a half. Um, after... No, I'm saying Dakota Kai defeated Ember Moon. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. After the match was all over, Zia Lee comes out to challenge Raquel Gonzalez for the title. Yeah. Which is weird because I think Zia Lee worked dark match recently. Yeah. Too. So they might be writing her off too. But I, I mean, if I you watch that when Zia Lee was challenging Raquel Gonzalez, you see Dakota Kai that look on her face like, you're taking my moment away from me. Yeah. They plant the seeds for Dakota Kai turning on him. Yeah, on it's Raquel not Gonzalez. that she took the moment away from her. She sidestepped Dakota Kai. To go right like, to, to go right, like she should have been going through Dakota Kai first, mm. you know that type of shit. So, and I do like that there's history here because you remember before Zaylee went through her transformation into this new Zaylee, right. Zaylee challenged Raquel, but no show. She she was she, she didn't show up. Right. And and who came? Oh, Boa came and Raquel destroyed Boa. So, and you even hear Raquel saying, you better show up this time. You know, that shit. I was like, all right. Good callback. Yeah. And they did a video for Jiro, one of, one of the participants in the breakout tournament, which starts tonight. Yeah. He came on to you. He wrestles in a jacket, which cracks me up. Yeah. Um, so they start. I'm going to put these all together, because I'm not going to go over time. Oh, did you the, talk about Diamond Mine? I didn't get that for you. When I did. Well, it was before. No, but the first, they, did, they did the um, first part of the Cameron Grimes thing. No, the Diamond Mine promo with Bobby Fish. Oh, Bobby. yeah. The Diamond Mine did, yeah. I, I'm weird. I don't write down a promo shit most of the time. Diamond Mine did a little promo, and Bobby Fish came out to challenge Roderick Strong. Yeah. And he told him, Tyler Bevin said, he, Malcolm Bevin got a match with Tyler Rust instead. Yeah. I kind of was hoping, I hope they do it, that Bobby Fish ends up in the Diamond Mine. Uh, like, he'd be that kind of guy that would work good for them. So anyway, so they did the whole thing. They, I'm gonna like I'm gonna combine them all into one. Cameron Grimes' first day as the butler for for LA Knight. I was expecting it to be Cameron Grimes being mad the whole time. It was just the opposite. He comes in, he's like, and he goes, "I'm a man of my word." He goes, "I'm gonna go to the broom." He's no selling it. Yeah, it was fun. He comes out, you know, and um, LA Knight's like, you, you can't look like that. You go, meet me in the backyard. They give him a home. They, they cut his hair to make him look nice. And LA Knight's thinking he's going to hate it. He loved it. <laughs> um, 
camera guy loved it. He thought he looked handsome. Yeah. He's like, you look like a penguin. <laughs> then he wants him to, to mow the lawn, and he, he's, and he was and Calvin Grimes was gonna get in a big lawnmower. Like, no, they used a hand one. I go, ah, no problem. My grandma used to chase me around the yard all the time, so he's happy about that. What do you call it? He called it a bush hog. Bush hog. Yeah. I think that's probably if you, if you go down south, probably what they call it. So L.A. Knight comes back from wherever he was, and Cameron Grimes is sitting on the lounge. He hires some kids, a kid to do all the work for him. Yeah. He's like, oh, maybe Bully go, I'm still a millionaire. Yeah. So the whole segment was fun. I, I, I don't know. It's jumped the shark for me, the whole Grimes thing. Uh, it's enjoyable. And yeah. I love the, how Grimes is no-selling it. Yeah, yeah. And it's pissing off That's what that, That's what's making See, if you're just no-selling it, It'd be one thing. The fact that it's pissing, it's pissing LA Knight off is just a cherry on its cake. Yeah. I'm enjoying the fact that LA is just getting frustrated that it can't break him. Yeah. <laughs> That's just making it fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> like his frustration. <laughs> um, so next up we have Tyler Russ versus Bobby Fish. Tyler Russ get the win. It was a quick match. Um, Bob, Bobby Fish got distracted by Roderick Strong, allowing Russ to get the win. I, I enjoyed the match. I gave it three and a half. I same here. But, uh, and then Kushida comes out to, to help. Because Bobby Fish got surrounded by Diamond Mine. Kushida comes out for this, to help him. Yeah. See, what I thought was going to happen, what I hope, well, I thought Fish was going to turn on Kushida. And I thought he would join Diamond Mine right here. Uh, That's what I kind of thought was going to happen. Uh, it's, it feels like they're doing another one of these. Like he's going to lose to everyone in Diamond Mine in order to get to Bobby, uh, Roderick, excuse me. Well, I think the other guy's a trainer. The Japanese wrestler, I think he's a trainer. Yeah, but he's, I think he's, he's going to wrestle. Um, but it, it just feels like he's going to lose all his matches until he gets to Roger. So, you know what I'm saying? They, I, I, that, that makes no sense to me. I don't get the feud anyway. Like, Bobby just came out of, came out of nowhere. Yeah, why are Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish angry at each other? Bobby Fish wasn't there for the breakup. Yeah, like, he was what, hurt. He what's was the issue here? Yeah, yeah. I don't get. I don't get why he's. That's why I thought he was gonna get invited to join Diamond Man. Yeah. Like you don't have. Like, I, I thought the storyline I was gonna go with is Bobby Fish. You have no direction right now. You know, you know, you we broke up. Why don't you join us? You no, know, well, you you have a family here. I think that's what they were gonna go with it. Maybe they'll end up there, but it's a weird way to do it. Oh. Um, they did a little backstage segment with Joe and Karrion Cross. Joe's going over the rules with Cross. But, you know, he's got to follow my directions. He's got me the referee, blah, blah, blah. And Cross, like, just don't cost me a match. Whatever. Um, next up, the match we talked about, Gigi Dolan. Oh, wait. The the way show up. And Beth Phoenix talks to... Um, oh, yeah. Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell. Saying, oh, sometimes you got you just have to go for it. Go for it. Take your shot. Girl. Take your shot with Dexter Loomis, yeah. I'm hoping this feud is re- reaching a climax. This whole thing with Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. So I'm, I'm getting tired of it. You're not into Index? No. But I do like watching Andy Hartwell. I'm not into this little... I don't... I, I, the, the thing about Dexter Loomis, he's great in the ring. Yeah. I just don't like the Listen, character. Sam Shaw is great. Dexter Loomis Dexter is Loomis horrible. is horrible. Yeah. You'll see that later. So, um, Gigi Dolan, that little backstage of Gigi Dolan, Saray, where Gigi's like, no, Tony Storm said she, you, aren't, you aren't worthy enough to face her. He goes, I don't have that problem. So we get that match. It's weird because Gigi Dolan came out and the first thought in my head was, oh look, Ray Value Tony Storm. Just because she had the hat and everything like Tony yeah. Storm does. That was my first thought. But the match was actually pretty good. 
I enjoyed it a lot. I went three and a quarter on it. I liked how uh, Gigi Dolan almost got her fucking head kicked off. Yes. With that double drop kick Jesus. off the ropes. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Check on her. Make sure she's alive. At <gasps> first, I thought it was like a really good sell. But then they showed the replays. I'm yeah. like, no, she died and came back to life. Yeah. Save her. <laughs> There's also a spot during the Dakota Kai match where Ember Moon, you know, flew out the ring and the way Dakota Kai hit the barrier actually looked painful too. Yeah. Um, oh, so, yeah. And then right after she kicks her fucking head off, she picks her up and slams her on her head because she does that weird finisher she has. Yeah. Uh, but it looks awesome because she's killing people with it. But... Obviously, I like Saray. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, you have a fetish about that, about um the your, Joshis, your, your yeah. Joshi, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was like, dude, <laughs> she just fucking killed her. Uh, I like that. I gave it three and a half. It was a lot. Um, of fun. during the match, Mandy Rose is back in NXT. Oh yeah, Mandy Rose came back. So apparently, I mean, there was a trade that was announced. Mandy Rose for Aaliyah, uh, yeah, which yeah. is basically, if you watch sports, that's a trade where nobody wins. A trade. No, that's what they called it. They called I know, it a but trade. this is not a. Yeah, it's but just, it's not a but that's what they called it. Um, and if you watch the NBA, like any sport, especially the NBA, does that a lot. When a, when two players are traded for another each other and nobody wins that trade, it was like a trade for the sake of doing the trade. And that's what this felt like. I love the the way it came out though. Like Mandy Rose came and she didn't interfere. She just came and watched the match, right? And then after Saray kills this girl, Mandy Rose is like, all right. I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> like I, I, you know what? I made a mistake coming here. Goodbye. And then just leaves. She'll be back later. Yeah. So in the last match, you op- on the on they had a little um Luke Hudson, Duke Hudson Duke. rather, a little video package about him. So he used to be called. Uh, he's an involved guy, Brendan Vink. Okay. He, he he was actually called up to the main the main roster for a little bit. He was on NXT for a little bit, just doing like side you know, job, you know, jobs, and then he got called up to the main event, the main roster for a little bit, and just did jobs there. And then now he's here as Duke Hudson, and Brendan Vink never existed. I have a question. So, is this the first title defense of Styles and almost? I don't think so. I think it's their first title defense. Oh, okay. And they won the titles like what? What back in March? Probably. Um, last this match actually led into the second hour. I'm going to talk about it and I get it out of the way. Okay. Dexter Loomis, Santos Escobar defeated Dexter Loomis. I went three. Yeah, I went three too. And not because of Santos Escobar. He's great. Yeah, he's great, but I kind of feel like with this whole thing that he's lost his cool factor. Yeah, a little bit. Because of Dexter Loomis. So after the match was over, Dexter Loomis was taken out. Indy Hartwell comes. That picked up Dexter Loomis, shade the way he did for when Dexter carried Loomis um, India away. Yeah. Except when she picked him up, I'm like, she's actually gonna carry him to the back. I'm like, she's strong. I, I wasn't expecting that. Then she dropped him. Yeah, but it was on purpose. Yeah, I know. No, no, I know. But and then it had that little moment, where, and then Candice LeRae comes out to push her away. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, you also had Hit Row coming out to face on um, the guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Regardless of my time, leaves. Hit row and we'll face to face, so we'll play in a six man tag next week. You know what was funny? Someone brought this up. Uh, NXT has nothing but heel factions. They're all heels. Yeah, right. And now you got these two heel like someone. I mean, do you think they're gonna face out Legato? 
um, problem. I don't know. Or you'll just do I heel versus heel. I would. I think I would face them out. They're over. I would face them out. Maybe. I would definitely face them out. Cause I mean, I mean, you could face out Hit Road too. Yeah. I don't think it would be a bad thing to face them out. They're entertaining as fuck. Yeah. I still can't believe you don't like that cipher. It wasn't horrible. Look, let me rephrase that. It wasn't horrible. It just wasn't. Wasn't. I wasn't expecting. It. I was like, holy shit! And then I was expecting. I was in my head like, oh, well, this is a garbage column, cause it's fucking rap on my fucking wrestling show. I love hip hop, right? But in the middle of a wrestling show, what the fuck you doing? But then I just it, they won me over, like it, every one of them. Hit Row is a great faction. I'm gonna say Hit Row is a great faction. They, I mean, they they have the talent. Yeah. I'm curious with the chicken wrestle. Esther, yeah. Uh, what's her? Uh, oh fuck. She looks good. What's her name? B something. Yeah, I'm just curious if she could actually wrestle. Yeah. But you know, but um, Ashante Adonis is awesome. I mean, he's a guy that, that I'm glad they found a good spot for him. Yeah. Of course, Swerve is great. Yeah. And Big Money, but I mean, he for a big guy. Top dollar. Top dollar. He's not bad. I mean, top he's a big. He's Who's a big, better than Top Dollar? He's a big guy. Not nada. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big guy. Well, well, see what happens with him. But I'm, this is the faction. Remember um, MVP faction? Her business. Yeah. This reminds me of that faction. Like no, this thing all. Like that that type of faction. No, just, just careful what you say. Uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Making me sweat right now. He's gonna get us canceled. <laughs> where are you going with this? I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> Fuck you. Because they're different from Legato. Don't find they're different oh. from Legato. They're different from UE. <laughs> has a different. They have a different feel to them. It feels like a hip hop thing. Okay. I think her business felt more like a business, like yeah, business, yeah. The, you know the, the suits and all that. Stuff. Right, right. So that's my first time. <laughs> uh, kill me, man. Shut up. Uh, AEW Fighter Fest Night One on July Fourteenth. Uh, opens up with Mox. Oh, real quick. Hold on. Let me. Say, I, I got. I'm gonna a little disclosure. What. I did not watch any AEW. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. I thought we talked about it. No, I didn't. I, I told you. Yeah. Um, little story real quick. So, we were short-staffed all week. <sighs> Monday, I, I didn't watch NXT till this morning. Monday and Tuesdays, I did bell-to-bell work. Open to close at 7 to 7. Wednesday, I was supposed to leave work at 4 o'clock. I didn't get out till 5.30. So by the time I got home Wednesday, I was exhausted, but in the NBA game was Thursday was a shit show at my job, and Friday was a shit show at my job. Saturday, I had a bunch of running around to do, and then we had the pay-per-view Saturday night. Slamversary. Yeah. So I, I didn't watch AEW at all. So I'm not going to rank the matches. I'm just going to comment on what you watched. Yeah. Oh, you missed a great show. I'm going to try to catch it like during the week, maybe. I think the NBA game is Tuesday, so I'm going to try to maybe watch a little bit of it tomorrow night. But no promises. But full disclosure, though, you know. Yeah, no worries. No one's judging you. I know that. But I'm, I, I think I don't want bullshit to say that I watched it. I mean, I'm talk about the card, but I didn't watch it. Secretly judging you. I don't mind. I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's fine. So we open up Fighter Fest Night One with Moxley defeating Carl the Machine Gun Anderson for the IWGP US title, heavyweight title. 
uh, I loved it. A lot of fun. Three and a half, I gave it. Um, that this was uh, uh, Moxie's first uh, return since uh, the birth of his child. And uh, I don't understand how the fuck is he doing this. He has people. He has, he has people that he can hire. I don't to help with the family. He doesn't seem like the person to do that. Yeah, but Renee does though. Possibly. <laughs> I'm just He's saying right he does it, but she does. Yeah. And he and, and because she a stay at home mom, she probably has like help with the helper. You know, she's it's not possible. working. I think she. I think they have help. Possible. But having a baby, man, you're not sleeping, man. But uh. Yeah, he came here, did a did a title match. It was good. He won, and uh, they they used IWGP rules here. So twenty counts outside. Um, although the referee could have counted it to fifty, the way this referee was counting. Um, but yeah, good match. Moving on, Lance Archer right after the match does a promo to challenge. Would you rank it? Would you- oh, oh, three and a half. Okay. Yeah, three and a half. Uh, Lance Archer, right after the match, does a promo on Moxie because he just saw the match. He's like, oh, you won. You just beat Carl Anderson. And if you remember, they had their match at Wrestle Kingdom. Right. And they had the Texas death match for that title, which Moxie won. So Lance Archer wants this rematch. And they're going to do a Texas death match again. But in Texas. <laughs> so that's going to be this week coming up. Uh, Fighter Fest Night too. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the same way. But when New Japan does the quote unquote death match, it's just extreme rules. It's just no rules. That's all it is. They don't. It's not. I'm sure barbed wire will show up or anything like that. But there's no barbed wire cage or anything like that and stuff like that. It's just. It's just an extreme rules, hardcore match type of thing. They just call them death matches. Um. Uh, Alex Abrahantes interviews Andrade and Andrade is interested as to where Death Triangle is and he wants to talk to them so they're building up a feud between them or something going on with them or him leading them possibly um, Ricky Starks defeats Brian Cage in a in a fun match uh, Ricky Starks is way the hell over here in this crowd this is where he lives He's not from Austin, Texas, which I think is where they were. Uh, he's from Louisiana, but he moved to Austin, and he made his bones as a wrestler in Austin. So the crowd loved Ricky Starks here. So they're basically facing out Brian Cage, from what I understand. Basically, yeah. Uh, what do you, how do you feel about that? I feel like Brian Cage would be better as a heel. Well, I think he's one of those wrestlers that can go anywhere, in any way, to them. Ricky Starks is better as a heel. Hook is better as a heel. Right now, anyway. Uh, Hobbs is way better as a heel. Uh, Ryan Cage, I think, is the one of that group that you can... Let's test the waters as a face with him. Um, my problem is with him is he needs a voice. You know, he's not that great on a mic. So I'm curious if he'll be paired with someone to talk for him. Or maybe he just got better on a mic. We'll see. Um, but... Uh, this match was a lot of fun. I gave it three and a half. The The ending was a bit wonky where they did that bit where Ricky Starks went to grab the title 
to use against Brian Cage, the FTW title. And Hobbs grabbed it away from Starks. Right? Like, no, you're not going to use the title to cheat. But then, and then Starks goes, gets f 5 from by Cage, and almost loses. He gets kicked out. He, you know, he kicks out of the pen. And then, Hobbs attacks Brian Cage with the belt. So I'm like, they, they, they kind of went we, in a weird direction here with the interference. But, um, but they, yeah, so they screwed uh, Brian Cage. They hit him with the belt. And, so he's uh, out of the, he's out of the te- team tech. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, moving on from that, I don't know where your first hour ends, so I will let you guess. Uh, Moxie, I'm gonna do it. Well, you let me know one. You know what? I know one. Uh, I'm gonna do it right after the Sammy Guevara match, because um, that was like the high point. But uh, Malachi, they do a Malachi Black recap. And then right after this, Cody Rose comes out and, and joins the the commentary table. Not to commentate, but he's pissed off. Uh, which I like how they did that. They showed the recap. So it wasn't like Cody Rose just appeared out of nowhere and angry about what right. happened last week. They showed the recap. Cody Rose comes out with the headset and everything because he's pissed off at what he just saw with the recap. And he's like, fuck this. And he comes out, starts talking about Malachi. And then he goes into the ring and grabs a mic and he starts talking about Malachi Black and he's challenging Malachi Black. The funny part about it was that you don't do this. You don't come in here and hit, kick a 62-year-old man in the face, blah, blah, blah. And which I laughed because that's what they do do <laughs> there, right? Like, I mean, Sting is 62 years old, right? So I thought that was funny. Um, so, so, yeah. So then uh, Malachi Black got on the, the Titan Tron or whatever they're calling it. And, uh... He, he told a story about a, an old horse that needed to get put down, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that's what he did to Arn. And Cody then gets on the mic. And then he's like, come down here and fight me, blah, blah, blah. And then Malachi's like, I was hoping you would say that. And the lights go out. And then the lights come back on. And it's Sabu! It's never Sabu. Mm-hmm. It was Malachi Black. And then they, they have a bra. And then they break out the bra, blah, blah, blah. Hot match. Everyone's over. Everyone loves it. Uh, Alex Marvez then into tries to interview Tully uh, in the back, which gets interrupted by Proud and Powerful. And then at this point, which I thought was funny, uh, Alex Marvez breaks the fuck out. He's like, "Ooh, not my problem," <laughs> and he leaves. Uh, and then uh, Proud and Powerful act like they're about to beat the shit out of Tully. They have like a like a wrench, like a like a car wrench. Uh, like a crowbar type thing and then they're about to hit uh, Tully and they hit him with the, the, with the crowbar the crowbar's plastic it's just a toy and they were just playing with him like See, it's fake Bendejo and then they leave and they said next time bring your boys so they're uh, pushing that story along Tony Schiavone interviews Adam Page or tries to interview Adam Page and talk about well, everything that happened the week before um, Kenny Omega with, uh, t- with the, all of the elite come out uh, to uh, to face him, and then he put, uh, it basically it ends up with um, Adam Page basically putting his. They're gonna have a five on five elimination style match. I don't know when because they didn't say, 
but they're gonna do a five on five the elite versus adam page in the dark order elimination and what's on the line is gonna be adam page is uh, number one contendership uh for the title if he loses he doesn't get the the title shot if they win then adam page gets his title shot and the dark order get a shot at the tag titles um so I, they didn't announce i thought it was supposed to happen like this night because they were saying like i'm not leaving here without a match but it never happened and they didn't and they didn't announce it for next week so I don't, i'm not sure when it's gonna happen but uh that's a match sometime in the future uh, MJF. Oh, okay, yeah. Alex Marvez then interviews uh, Jericho, and he's talking about MJF, talking about the the labors of Jericho that he has to go through. He gets interrupted by Spears and MJF as they beat him up, and then they announce the the first match that he has to go through with the the labors of Jericho, which is going to be him versus Spears, but only Spears can use a chair. So. So that match, I think, is coming up next week. And then we have Christian Cage defeating Matt Hardy. This was a really good match. Um, three and a half, I gave it. Uh, yeah, they were both really good. Uh, another wonky ending because... What oh, yeah. Matt Hardy does the... He has this new submission move now. It's, I mean, he's done it before in other companies. But it, it's called the, the Leech. Like, because he, he, he does, like, this front na rear naked code. And he calls it The Leech. Which sounds like The Delete. The Leech. Okay. Gimmick. He had different names in other companies, though. But it's it's the same submission move. Um, he gets that move on to Christian Case outside the ring. And then the referee's counting. So, the referee gets the nine. And then... Christian Cage just pops up and jumps right in the ring. Gets his finisher move and wins the match. I was like, that was weird. But uh, but the rest of the match was really good. Three and a half. Uh, after this, the the rest of the H, uh, HFO comes out to attack um, Christian. And then he gets saved by Jurassic Express. And it kind of teased something between uh, Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. Because Jungle Boy was giving Christian Cage like eyes. Like, psst, rolling his eyes out. Uh, Meryl promo was really good. Basically, talking about how he's the redeemer now and all that shit. Britt Baker promo. Hold on, real quick. Um, I, heard, I, I, I didn't watch it. And so they, they changed the colors on the TNT belt. Oh, yes. The, they changed the colors to the TNT title. Now, what I read somewhere is that everybody who holds it is going to change the color for every person. They're going to redesign it for every wrestler who holds it. Like, like so whoever beats Miro for it, yeah. they're going to change the color to what they want it to be. That's what I read somewhere. Well, that's what someone noticed. That so far every wrestler has had their own title. I, I rest in mind that's what they're gonna do. They, they haven't said anything like out loud about that. Um, I kind of don't mind that because every wrestler so far gets a long run for, for the most part. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah. So his is the I guess the colors of. Like he's the redeemer, so I guess it's like white because he's uh, he's the ch the God's champion, and then I guess some of it has like something to do with his country where he's from, Bulgaria. Uh, I like the white strap. What do you think of the white strap? Have you seen it? What the the T the TNT with the white strap and the uh, green? I prefer the black strap. 
I preferred the red strap when it was completely nah, I like, done. I like the black strap. I like the red. Though. The red was nice. The black was good, too. Um, but anyway. Britt Baker comes out, does a promo. She's super fucking over. Um, they just love her. DMD. And she's just putting over the, that match she's going to have with Nala Rose. Moxie does a promo, accepting the death match. And then... You know, I'll stop right there, because then after that, I only got two more matches. Right, so, we're watching Money in the Bank. Couple of things. Why does Dominic Mysterio's gear look like Seth Rollins' gear a little bit? I don't know. You see it, though, right? The front. Thing, yeah. Right? And why, how is he wrestling with jewelry on? Who? One of the Usos. He has, a, he has his chains on. That's his gimmick. They wear the jewelry. That's weird. Anyway. So, Hour 2 opened up. The Wade Barrett did interview with Kyle O'Reilly. You know, asking Kyle, how Kyle's doing. Kyle, like, it's part of the business. And you're in this business, sometimes you lose. So then he's going to end Adam Cole. He's going to finish up Adam Cole. So, whatever. Um, the, the camera, uh, the other camera guy thing. They showed the commercial thing with the Hartwell. So, we had the first breakout tournament match. Duke Hudson defeated Ikimo Jiro. Whatever. Whatever you have, whatever you pronounce his name. Ikiman Jiro. Ikiman Jiro. With the um, boss man slam. Yeah, I actually enjoyed this. Or when um, Wade Barry used to use that too. I forgot what he called it. Was it the wind, the winds of change? Yes. It was a good match. Yeah, I like this Duke Hudson. Ikiman Jiro was really good too. I went three and three quarters on it. Three, three and a half. Three and a half. I yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't think Duke Hudson is going to last. As soon as Vince sees him, he's like, ooh, big guy. Get him up. Yes. But, uh... Yeah, I liked them. It was good. I think they have something with these two. Yes. But there's going to be something that goes to the main roster. Yes. At least one of them. Um, they did an interview with Pete Dunne and only walking backstage and, T- and Tommaso Champion. That just show up and they just brought. What the fuck was that about? Oh, <laughs> I was like, what a dick fat uh, uh, Ciampa was. Like, Dunne was like, yeah, I want a challenge. Pop! <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was that? Um, made no sense. Where the fuck is Joe? Like, what the fuck? He was hired to stop this shit. He's getting ready for you. No, because Joe was just getting ready to be a referee. It doesn't take an hour and a half to explain the rules to two wrestlers. Where the fuck was Joe? Joe has not done his job once since he got hired. Um, next up, um, we had Caden Carter and Casey Cantazero defeated Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla. After the match was over, Aaliyah turned on Jesse on Robert Stone. And then, um... Beat the shit out of him. Yeah, pretty much. Like, shoot. Like, like, she smacked him right in the fucking ear. Hard. Yeah. Yeah? I was like, holy shit. And after Mandy Rose came back, it took Aaliyah away. But we see later on that Mandy Rose is with... No, Mandy didn't take her away. Frankie Monet came. Oh, that Frankie Monet. I meant Frankie Monet. I'm sorry. Frankie Monet came and took Kamea... Away and um, Robbie away. That's what I meant. Yeah, I'm it's sorry. like as if he was joining them or something like that. But there was also a segment backstage later where Frank Monet with them. Yeah. And Mandy Rose walks out. I got Mandy Rose. Say, oh, I see it's under new management. Yeah, yeah. It looks like as though Frankie Monet t- took over or some shit. Somehow. Yeah. So uh, I went three on this. I went three and a half. I actually enjoyed it. Aaliyah is has improved a lot. Yeah, she is. She's getting a lot better. You know, I used to hate her, and now I feel like she's competent, and I think she's gonna do well. On the main roster. On the main roster, yeah. yeah. I hate calling Raw the main, SmackDown the main roster. Well, they, it is. Because that's how WWE treats them. It is. They get paid more. You know, yeah. it's like, they are. Sorry. Uh, but the 
Aaliyah, this was obviously her last match, and obviously everyone knew, because everyone's like, you deserve it, and all that shit. She's been there for like seven or eight years. Yeah. Yeah? So. And not only she's been getting better over time, although she would have been gone a long time ago. What do you say? She's obviously been getting better the last couple of years. Oh, well, she would have been Very slowly. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I think she's finally got to that point. Yes. Um, so, good for her. Um, next up, Adam Cole is out saying that no one in the locker room can challenge him. Everybody's afraid of him. Out comes Bronson Reed. And then Nabor. And Samoa Joe comes out. Joe finally doing his job. Well, Joe didn't do anything. He just came out and kind of got in the way and walked to the ring for the main you event. You skipped the Joe Gargano a bit. Where Joe went oh, to yeah, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he does a face-to-face with Dunn. Yeah, so they're setting up a bunch of matches when Joe gets healthy. Yeah. And I think based on what happens in the main event, Joe's healthy. Again, or close to being clear. Okay. So anyway, the main event, John, um, Cameron Cross defeated Johnny Gargano to retain the NXT Championship. I enjoyed it. I yeah, did it too. It was great. I went four. I went four on this. I enjoyed it. Oh, I thought it was really good. Um, uh, I mean, he basically just killed him. Yeah, <laughs> like he just much. killed him and killed him and killed him. Um, so, which is how it should be. I was hoping this was happening, going to happen, and it, it did. I was like, yes. Yeah, I was. I mean, it, was, it was better than I, I thought. It was, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, I thought one point that Gargano was going to take the belt. And post-match, Joe, Joe and Cross had a little face-to-face, and Joe just walked away from him, and Cross put him in the um, lock. Yeah. Put him in the chokehold. Yeah. I think it's setting up that match. I think if Cross does lose the belt, it'll probably be the smaller Joe. How do you feel about that? <sighs> How do you feel about this old wrestler coming in and taking a spot that could be for someone younger? I don't. Shut blah, up. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, I don't. I don't. Blah, blah, blah. Shut up. <laughs> I don't like the idea of Joe winning. I prefer it be somebody like Adam or Gar- even Gargano. Anybody? I don't want to feel about Joe winning. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Nah, I should go to Cole. If they're smart, I should go to Cole. We don't know anything about Joe's... I'm, I'm, this made me curious for next week. I'm definitely going to be checking it out. See, see with, if they follow up with the whole Joe thing right away. Um, no, yeah. they'll, they'll be cross... Joe get a title match that night and, and cross and lose the belt because he ain't called up. Here's the thing. Like, if he... If the idea is to get Joe in the ring, then why say he can't wrestle? You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a, like a stipulation that, um, what's his name? Regal put. Like, if you're going to do his job, you can't be a competitor. You know? But yeah, but Regal said you're not allowed to touch anybody unless they touch you first. Yeah, and but. Cross broke that rule. So Joe's probably going to say, I don't want to be your enforcer anymore. I want to be a wrestler again. But. You can just do that. Like, like, why do you need that stipulation in there just so you can break it later? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's so weird. Uh, oh, hold on. Okay. What was your match in the night for that show? Um, that's a good question, actually. Think about it. I'll, I'll finish my show. Um, probably main event. Okay. Uh... So we got Sammy Guevara defeating the Big Utes. Uh, Wheeler Yuda. He's a big independent guy. He's the independent wrestling TV <coughs> champion. Excuse me. He's the independent wrestling TV champion. Um, Wheeler Yuda. And uh, it was cool seeing him here. He's been on Dynamite. Um, not Dynamite. Um, 
AW Dark and Dark Elevation for a while, getting some wins down there. Uh, so this was Sammy's go home match. Like this was his, this is his hometown. He's super over here, and it was obvious. And uh, it's a short match, but they gave each other a lot. And at the end, of course, Sammy gives him the thumbs up because Sammy's super over, and he he puts this little kid over. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Three and a half. Uh, after this, we have uh, Tony Schiavone interviewing QT Marshall, uh, which gets interrupted by QT Marshall when he puts like a protein drink over Tony Schiavone. I don't know what this was for, or what they're trying to set up here. It was like 15 seconds. I can't get back in my life. Um, but uh, moving on, we have Yuka Sakazaki defeating Penelope Ford, uh, which was a fun match. Very sloppy in the beginning, but they got it together. And uh, Yuka Sakazaki, she hasn't been in this company for probably over a year because of the pandemic and shit. And she was fucking over with this crowd. Uh, but they loved her. She finished. She got her finisher, which is the magical girl uh, splash, and uh, she beat Penelope for it. I gave it three. It's a three match, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, next week, we got Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose for the, the women's title. We got Chris Jericho versus Sean Spears uh, with the stipulation that only Sean Spears can use the chairs. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus The Blade. Uh, and then Mox versus Archer uh, for in the Texas Deathmatch for the IWGP US title. Um, and then they did a they did a commercial for Rampage where it basically said more action, less distraction. So I don't know. Is it just going to be a collection of matches? Or I don't know what that means. We'll yeah. see. Um, and then we got the main event. Darby Allen defeating Ethan Page in a coffin match. And I fucking loved it. Uh, not a big fan of coffin matches. But uh, they fucking entertained the shit out of me. I mean, Darby does what Darby does and he kills himself in every fucking match and he did that here and it was fucking crazy there's one scene where Darby is setting up to do one spot not a scene one spot where Darby's setting up to do a coffin drop onto Ethan Page in the ring and they brought the steel steps in the ring right alright Ethan is on the steel steps like you know you know laying down Darby goes up to do a coffin drop Ethan Page gets up and goes and gets him, you know, gets on Darby Allen and does the, what the fuck is, is it called, the Eagle's Edge, and basically slams Darby onto the steel steps. Bang. And it bends the fucking steps. Bam. He, he, I mean, everything was done safe, but I've never seen steps bent this way. Um, so... So, you know, the whole match goes. There, there are spots like that throughout the match. It was a fucking awesome match. Wow. Guess who's who's aren't getting punished. I told you. They won the belts. Yeah, I did. But, uh, so, so yeah, Darby. And they teased this. Remember, I think it was on the show the last time I was here. I said that Darby is going to do a coffin drop onto Ethan Page in a coffin. And it doesn't happen in this match. And I was getting pissed off because they teased it at one point. I was like, dude, I predicted this. It needs to happen. 
It doesn't happen. I'm like pissed off. The match is over. Um, Darby got um, Ethan into the, the coffin and closes the door. He won. He goes to the top rope. He does the coffin drop through the coffin into Ethan Page. That was fucking awesome. Crazy, because there's just a bunch of slithers of fucking... That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the, the bunch of slithers of fucking wood all over the fucking place, which is scary, but apparently they're okay. But, uh... But, uh, yeah. Fucking awesome match. Loved it. And then the, the show closes with the, the crowd just yelling, Darby, 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 and then it goes off. Fucking awesome. Um, great show. I loved it a lot. I, I would rec- I know you got your opinions and stuff like that, but this is definitely one of, one of the best shows ever. This, this, uh, with this crowd and shit. Um, Yeah. Match of the night. Match of the night for AEW. For me, it's the main event, the the, the coffin match. Mm-hmm. It was fucking awesome. For next, I'm gonna say it was. I'm gonna say Saray and uh, Gigi Dolan. Really? Yeah. I already know your show the night wasn't my last. Yeah, <laughs> by far. Um, yeah. That's the show. That's the show. Remember. I announced it already on the Facebook page, but the SG1 Pinnacle 2 is coming. Rise to the top. Next time, let me pick up the competitors. What, you don't like my competitors? Nope. What's wrong with my competitors? But I'll pick them next time. I think I'm more, like, versed. Uh-huh. <laughs> next time, I'll pick. Anyway. Uh, so, getting on that, that's going to start in August, August 9th. Uh, so, just to let it linger there for a little bit. And then um, there's also one that I started the last one, so so yeah. But again, the rules are a little bit different. There's less uh, compon- um, uh, opponents in this one. Instead of uh, 16 in each block, it's 10 in each block. It's gonna be five matches a week from Monday through Friday. So the weekend will be a break day. So unlike last week, it was matches every single fucking day. Um, but yeah, so prepare for that. Enjoy that. Remember, I will be in AEW in September, Queens. So, love you. Alright. Peace out. That's not how you end it? Yeah, I'm gonna end it. That's not how you end it. End it. Do the ending, man. Do the ending. I don't have it. I don't remember what it was, dude. I'm so fucking tired. (laughs) I said, love and peace. Do the top boys out. Top guys out. Alright, there you go.